Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. Um, so 2020, no rule 2020 still going, still going. No right? rules. Uh, so yeah, so this week, as you read, we have 3,000 miles to Graceland. Woo! And uh, it's directed by somebody whose last name we still haven't determined the exact pronunciation for. Is it Lichtenstein or Lichtenstein or Lichtenstein? I don't know. It's Daniel. Lichtenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Damien, 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 Damien? Whatever. Not sure. It's this whatever, guy man. who. It's this guy whose movies you've never seen before. You probably haven't even seen this one, for that matter. So you're in for a treat, though, because. Yeah, this is a fun movie. <laughs> yes, it is. I think I remember it being uh, fun. Yeah, I remember it being fun too, but I don't remember how much fun it is. It's a. It's not, you guys are probably hating us right now because it's a long fucker too, man. This one's two hours and one minute yep. long before right, the credits yeah. roll. So this is like three weeks in a row. We've been over two hours. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm pretty sure I re- like this more than Godzilla 98. I'm pretty sure. I don't think yeah, I we'll ever see. had any fondness for Godzilla 98. We will see. Look, man, guys, it was either 3000 miles to Graceland or chorus line, the movie, and you got 3000 miles to Graceland. Yeah. But chorus Kids. lines next week. Ten ass. <laughs> Course lines next week, man. Looks at ten, talent of uh, talent of five, looks of three. Yeah, what was it? Oh, who was it? Uh, oh, Janet Jones, Gretzky, right? She was in the course line movie. Yeah, and Michael Douglas. That's right. Yeah, oh chain God. smoking Michael Douglas <laughs> doing his best Fosse. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, you know, uh, well, yeah, we we'll get into that Maybe. some other day. <laughs> When, when we I do can, our, when we do our whole month of dance movies, <laughs> edible induced commentary. Yeah. Yay! We're gonna eat fucking gummies and watch dance movies, and one of them won't be Footloose. Yeah, uh, and maybe I mean I still feel like we gotta Ooh, watch. We'll Gre- dig deep for you guys. Grease too, man. Grease too. Yeah, we still have to. We still have to take a. Yeah, we but still Grease have to eat some peyote and watch Grease too. But Grease too gets proper. It gets proper support because it's fucking rad and it kicks the regular Grease's ass. And if you don't hey, believe man. that, I'll fight you. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not hating on Chorus Line the movie either. So no, hey, no. Go. I'm just. I'm. 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 I'm talking to the haters. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys, you haters. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. That live television broadcast of Grease was better than the 1978 Greece. Again, fight me. I don't care. Uh, the songs on, are yeah. better in Greece too. If you don't believe me, it means you haven't seen the movie. Right. If you don't believe us, watch <laughs> it. That's all I'm going to say. Three minutes in, we're going to actually get to this movie. <laughs> it's pretty all fucking right. long. All Let's- right. So it's the typical thing. It's going to be three, two, one play. Now, here's something you should know. The digital, which I am watching on iTunes, and I'm assuming all the digital services will be identical. It starts off with the franchise pictures logo. Now, if you're playing off a DVD, there's some more things that happen before you get there. Um, but if you stop on the black frame before the franchise pictures logo, then you're going to be right where you need to be. So 
there. So your runtime probably looks a little longer too if you're playing the DVD. I don't know. Anyway, so we're going to be a black screen. When you hit play, it's going to see the franchise logo and it's going to go, I mean, it's the movie. So basically what you're going to do is you want to truncate that bullshit. And like, I'm going to, just yeah. like how I'm going to edit this because I'm still talking. All right. So anyway, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Franchise. Or, franchise. Franchise, the name of uh, William Forsythe's character and things to do in Denver when you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag cast William Forsythe or yes. Bill, Always. as I like to call him. We go Ooh, Whoa, it, look it, at this. That sun sure is moving fast. Yeah, see, oh, we missed the Morgan Creek uh, and the Warner Brothers uh, logos. Mm. At least we didn't have a Lightstone Entertainment one we had to sit through. Oh, there's one. Just one, just franchise. <laughs> Which is good. It's weird that it started there, but whatever. Hey, Damien, Demian, Demian. Oh, it's yeah. See there, Luchenstein. Luchenstein. Stein. Uh, ooh, yeah. Look at this, man. Oh, yeah. Here's what I was talking about. <laughs> Tell me when you see Courtney Cox's name. Yeah. Did you already see it? Courtney Cox? Nope. I just saw 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Okay, tell me when you see Courtney Cox's name. I got some scorpions wrestling. Courtney Cox. Okay. Christian Slater. Okay. Joshua Trees. <laughs> I was uh, trying to get us in sync. That's all. Uh, why were you not in sync? I started the same place you did. That's so um, weird. It's because um, I don't think we hit play exactly at the same time. I mean, when you said, when you said something, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this I is so terrible. Three, two, one, go. It's video game opening. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. This, 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 I remember sitting in the theater and thinking, oh man, I, I might have to leave. <laughs> see, and this, when you see this, I thought, I thought cool. One thing I liked about it I was. I feel like the, somebody saw the Matrix and went, oh yeah, that's cool, man. Well, I liked it that they that just went for it. I liked that they just went for it. They didn't, you know, they, we've talked about in previous episodes very recent episodes too how much they had really cool opening title credits and closing title credits yeah and they're always like really great sequences but they had no they had no illusions about what they were doing here they knew they knew it looked phony and all that kind of stuff but that kind of sets you up for the surreal aspect this movie has yeah it's it's a little weird like watching it now like it's like oh yeah it kind of it looks like a bunch of hey look at that Elvis convention. Kurt Russell is Elvis. This, Dude, I mean, this I is a so brilliant to see this movie. This is a brilliant piece of casting, though, too. For for those sure. that don't know that, um, this is going to blow some minds of people that don't know this. But director John Carpenter directed an Elvis biopic for ABC years ago, and guess who his star was? Way back in 1979. That's right. Yeah, this, man. Mr. Kurt Russell himself, who hadn't done anything other than Disney movies at that point. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it was funny because, you know, I knew him from the computer that wore tennis shoes and, uh, you know, world's greatest athlete and all those things. This kid is great, man. I love yep. this kid. Hey, Courtney Cox looking super hot. Yep. Way better than she ever did on Friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, you stole, you little thief. Stop stealing. I love her little speech here. <laughs> okay. Kick him in the ass. Get on, boy. <laughs> Is that the same location that they filmed the TV series, Get Shorty? Sure feels like it. 
not the uh, not the dwelling here, but like where they're maybe. the proximity to the road and everything, the highway. Yeah, I feel like uh, I think they shot that in New Mexico. This feel this definitely, you know, that opening piece where we saw the Joshua Tree obviously was Palmdale or Lancaster, but right. um, this isn't. I don't think. No, this feels this like it might like have been the same Baker, area dude. Where they shot Con Air, <laughs> right? Where the uh, where the little girl where. Um, where Steve Buscemi was being creepy with the little girl at the oh abandoned gosh. motel, the atomic pool and all that shit. So wrong. I drink coffee. Where are we yeah. going, Monica? Yeah, look, she's got her little choker on. Oh, man, what the hell was that? <laughs> it looked like cream, dude. That looked like condensed milk. That was gross. It, it, it looked like Eagle brand. Uh, yes, what exactly. It? What it yeah. Like. yeah, right? <laughs> gross. That's sweetened milk that's yeah, so sweet you can't sweet even drink milk. it. It's so gross, dude. My Make grandmother. With it. My mom, Borden's Eagle brand milk. Good God. My grandmother used to put, she used to put that on her cottage cheese and a little bit of sugar. I'm like. Dude, my mom used to make some, like, it wasn't it wasn't quite ambrosia because it was too runny. It was too gooey. Yeah. But she used to make some concoction out of, with all these cut up fruits. And then she'd ruin it by, like, drowning it in fucking Eagle brand milk and like slapping it down as a dessert. And I just, every Thanksgiving, I was like, whoa. Yeah. You couldn't really kind of see what you're eating. I felt like Lane Meyer. You like raisins, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> oh boy. Better off dead dinner references. Yeah, totally. Wait, look at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So this what year is this uh, movie again? I always forget. 2001, 2001. Yeah. So, so she had already done all three screen movies before this came out. Uh, I think so. She did the, the original trilogy by this point because yeah, it was 96, 98, right? And then 2000 or 2001, I forget. Or yeah, 99, this the, 99. This is 2001. Um, yeah, I think 99 was the last one. I'm like, look, I'm looking at this like, how's this happening? <laughs> now we're getting busy. Yeah. Yeah, where That's was this in East Ventura, like, man? <laughs> the kids dude, like, I what? So, a I remember seeing it and I was like, dude, they're really going for it. Good for them. Right. Because if they just would have cut to them, like, you know, it, they, if they didn't, if we weren't seeing all of this right now, I would have been upset. Yeah. This, and they do this thought, movie, yeah, he, he went he, for it. Yeah, he probably thought he was doing something special, right? By by having the kid <laughs> crawl into the room while his mom's getting it. Yeah. Yeah, see, look at all this crap. I have no idea where this is. It looks like where they shot an episode of The Rockford Files. <laughs> When uh, Rocky and his friend opened a diner that was supposed to be out there, you know, in Gorman. Maybe. I don't know. I think, so, I'm pretty sure it's either Arizona or New Mexico. So I always like remember people as it kind of come into play here, like who's in this. I intentionally didn't look again because like, I, like I know Kevin Costner and I, and Bohemian's in it, right? Is Bohemian in this? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and I forget everybody else after that. <laughs> Other than Howie so Long. Either, oh, shit, I barely, I cut that out. Corey, make it edited 11 minutes. <laughs> this is a, this is probably Nevada, because it looks like they shot most of this movie in Vancouver. Really? And then um, they I shot mean, in El Dorado Canyon in Nevada. That actually makes sense, them shooting up there as far as the casino goes. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I haven't been to every casino in Reno or Yeah, Laughlin. that casino doesn't, that casino looks like nowhere I've ever been. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looks like a casino 
you know, it looks like a, at first I thought it was, uh, you know, like, um, like a Native American. That's what uh, I was going to suggest. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it is. I mean, I it, definitely, they must have shot that up in uh, Canada. Hey, look, it's Ace Ventura. No, wait, it's Ford Fairlane. Oh, no, wait, it's Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. There it is. Looking like Ford Fairlane yeah. a little bit. Oh, that's right, Arquette. I, I forgot that that's right. Oh, See? yeah, Arquette, Christian Slater. See, I knew Christian Slater because we saw him in the beginning, but I forgot Arquette was in it. Again, they were freshly married at this point, I think, both Arquette and Courtney Cox. Yeah, he plays he plays Gus. Good old Gus. I totally remember this part now. I know you don't like Costner as much as I do, but Costner, I love seeing Costner play a douchebag asshole. He's well, that's why I don't like him because my experience is he's that. <laughs> that's my, my that's why I have issue. The only time I ever I, I seem to enjoy him. Actually, I take it back, man. Um, Perfect world, dude. Clint Eastwood is probably yeah. like um, Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks. I thought Mr. Was, Brooks is okay. I thought now nah, his performance in that. I mean, for me to say how I really enjoy his performance, that says a lot coming from me because I don't like him. But again, we've said many many times we're talking about Kevin Costner. His best part, the best parts of Man of Steel are his scenes. Yeah. Look, and man. He's I mean, very, he, he seems, if he seems like he's sincere and he's like, I don't know, doesn't seem like. Dude, I'm just, I'm going to say this. The war with him and Elijah Wood is fantastic. Yeah. I still need to get around to that one of these days. Yeah. I mean, he's great. You know, he's one of those people, like, if you didn't know anything, you know, whatever, like, I don't have any personally bad experiences with him. Uh you know, I, I've never, I don't even think I've ever worked with Costner. <laughs> I haven't. But, I mean, I, I've always, uh, my problems with Costner if, 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 have been like, I just didn't like the movie. <laughs> like, I didn't like The Postman. <laughs> right. But I love Waterworld. <laughs> By the way, The Postman, my friend uh, Jeremy worked, Jeremy Gray worked on that as an assistant avid editor on that. And, uh, yeah, you know how we got his job? This is this is what we're talking about, kids. This is how jobs come such in such odd ways in this town. Um, he had no experience in an edit bay at all, but he had the Warner Brothers route. So he, that's what he did. He would show up, and he would spend the entire day on the lot delivering packages the entire day. And then he spent the other half of the day picking them up. And he spent time in, in the bays all the time, and he'd meet people. He's like, hey, you want to... You interested in being in, you know, editorial? Oh, what do you mean? Was that, That's how he got his job, dude. He had no desire. He had no experience whatsoever. And he was an avid assistant, and he was in the Motion Picture Editors Guild by the end of the day. So. There you go. <laughs> not, See, thank Kevin Costner for that. Right. Not uh, one path is the same path that somebody else is taking, I promise you. Yeah, I mean, I usually like Costner in most everything. I'm a big fan of, like, I mean, again, I liked him in Untouchables. Well, that's uh, what I'm, you know. I, I felt that his strongest performances before a certain point anyway have come from when he had directors at the helm and aren't going to tolerate his bullshit. You know, like, they, like, you know, like Oliver Stone, I think he's wonderful in JFK. Yeah, he's great in JFK. He's yeah. great in Bull Durham. Yeah. You know, no that, Way Out. It's, oh, dude, that's another thing too. No Way Out is the only movie of his in that period of time where I quote unquote didn't like him. Where um, I didn't have a problem with him because it came before my run-ins with him. So, anyway, I'm a different dude. He's a different dude, seemingly. <laughs> I'm starting to appreciate I love the, those sideburns. 
Yeah, those things rock. Those things like get to get to the corner of his mouth, right? Dude, they totally they're going into his mouth <laughs> almost. So great. Like when he smiles, they're like literally like they go right inside his mouth. Yep. His and his uh his sideburns rival Kurt's in what, this what's, movie. What's interesting about these five that we're looking at right now, Arquette was on his way up as far as being more recognized because of the Scream series. I mean, you know, but he is he is uh, Luke Perry's best friend in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. If that's like the, one of the first things I'd seen him in. And uh, so he's like on the cusp of breaking out. This, like this is the first thing he did after the, trail, the Scream trilogy. He tried to do something in between, but didn't really pick up. But this is the biggest movie he had been at that point. Christian Slater was kind of... On his way down. On his way down, right? Kind of. Kind of. Like he'd fallen out of that... Uh, right. I mean, every, every teen or sort of movie that comes out, you know. Right. For, yeah. And here's a little reunion, hey, too. Howie with Howie Long. With a little reunion with Howie Long and Christian Slater from Broken Arrow together. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's funny. We talked about, uh, was it last week? We talked about goatees and Godzilla. And look, here's another goatee. Because when was any other time you've ever seen Howie Long with a goatee? No, and it's weird looking. It, just, it, 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 almost, it, it almost makes it not look like him. It almost makes him look like Ben Affleck. Oh, gosh. And because the thing about Howie Long, Howie Long's got a very, his, his, the, his recognition is based on very definitive chin. And if you put a goatee on him, you're hiding the chin. Like right there, I can't even tell it's him. He looks like more like Kurt Russell than, than he looks like Howie Long right there. You know what's awesome in this movie is the costumes. Like that's what Arquette's outfit he was just wearing when he was dancing. Those shoes, every, all of it. And, and Kurt and her, man. Like the costume designer fucking crushed it in this movie. And it'll, dude, the camera works wonderful. By the way, I want to point that out. Look at look at look at how they're framing her and how they're framing him. They're framing her very balanced to kind of let you know she might be a little more with it internally, like mentally, than he is. But they have his camera a little askew, letting you know that she he that she's smarter than he is. Yes, exactly. It's there's little things about this movie that are kind of coming back to me now that I'm looking at. But yeah, the production design and as well as the costuming that you're noting, like yeah. look that her outfit right there is ridiculous. You'd never yeah, see her. Yeah, look at her well. and look at this apartment. Yeah, it's gold. I feel like this is one of those movies like uh, that kind of takes place in a world of its own. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know what year it is. <laughs> I don't care. Right. And, um, and that's, you know. and that's another thing too about it. It's at a time where it's very, oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's very definitive in that you, this is a time when people were trying to, they're, they're, they're coming out of that. We're not doing our Quentin Tarantino movies anymore. But we're doing our, but we're having our own world building going on here. Like you said, yeah. things are familiar, but just like, see, these people stopped trying to make Quentin movies, but then they kind of took that little, that, 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 um, that perimeter thing that he does where he encapsulates, you know, a timeliness that you just, you can never tell when the fuck it is. I mean, seriously, dude, outside of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you never know when, when something's supposed to take place because that's the only movie I've ever seen where it goes, Yes, this is 1969, and it's this month, and it's this day, and it's like you know it is because they're working well, around real days. I would say Inglorious Bastards lets you know exactly when it is, but yes, yeah, well, Inglorious Bastards sort of. Yeah, it says it's in the 40s. You really don't know much other than the fact that they've already invaded, invaded Normandy. That's all we know at that point. Well, we also see them kill Hitler, so it must be near the end of the war. Well. <laughs> But it's also keys, but he's killed in a different way. So I think they're they're kind of like loose. 
goodness sakes, you know that's not her. I, I'm just going to pretend it is her. <laughs> In my mind, it's it is her, and it always will be her. There you go. Uh, Why are you giving her Snickers? You like, you, baby. Snickers really satisfies. Well, if you didn't, what are you giving her Snickers for? Come on, man. You got to do Because she job. said if you like a lady, give her chocolate. That's the chocolate, man. Oh, I missed that part. You did. <laughs> I was too busy looking how hot she was. There was a, yeah, there was a whole conversation after he banged her the first time. Now here's here, here's what he asked asked if she needed money. <laughs> this is eight years. Eight years after Ace Ventura. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, dude, this is where, to me, this is where she looked the best was like right around, you know, um, to, you know, from 98 to, you know, she was, she looked fantastic in Cougar Town. Yeah. Which, I mean, I didn't watch a bunch of it, but, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen episodes here and there. But um, I'm yeah, not 100%. Great. I'm not 100% here because I haven't seen the Carpenter Elvis in a long time. They, they had to have been like, mindful enough to put him in costumes that he was wearing he wore or or emulate what he wore in the move that movie right yeah I, it's funny man i haven't seen that carpenter movie since i was a kid i, I it's funny because uh i know that it got a blu-ray release and everything but i i didn't just feel the urge to run out and get it for some reason right <laughs> it's uh you know it's something i know exists but it's not something i watch right. like if i want to watch a kurt russell movie there's a bunch of other ones i watch first by the way, uh, if you haven't seen it before, it has nothing to do with this, but Shout TV, sorry, Shout Factory themselves put out, you know, their TV division put out um, two guys and a girl on the complete series on DVD four years ago, and I didn't know that. And I got it. It's coming tomorrow. I'm very excited. Get to see Ryan Reynolds pre-waiting. Ryan Reynolds pre, uh, what's the fucking National Lampoon movie? Van Wilder. Was that? I guess it was pre. Yeah, because he's. A, I showed to Joey last night a clip from him. Joey's like, "Who's that?" I go, "That's Deadpool home. <laughs> it's Deadpool. It's Deadpool Holmes." Oh, see, dude, uh, look, hey, look, look this is such a Street. dope shot, dude. Look at this. How do you not want to see this movie just based on that alone? This was in the trailer. Yeah, yeah totally. That's and that was on. I remember that being on some of the one sheets, but it was also the quad. The UK quad poster. It was just them walking. It was super wide. That's what I've always loved, by the way. Has it always made more sense that... I love this, how it looks like an Elvis movie. Like the way they just cut the screen where it was divided. Right. It was this very... Is, uh, yeah, this is the... Las Vegas. This is... I, I felt like they watched Honeymoon in Vegas, and I said, all right, let's do everything that they didn't do. Because <laughs> if you guys remember, in Honeymoon in Vegas, it takes place during an Elvis convention as well. Which, yes, you could pair this movie and Honeymoon in Vegas and, and not be disappointed. Right. And who's the pit boss? Uh, is that Paul Anka? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the man to myth, With Paul the Anka. fucking serious George Hamilton. Yes. Because he's, he's in Nevada, man. Yeah, man. Well, of course. There's oh, one but, thing this movie is not lacking, and that's visual styling. That's one thing that even oh yeah, if man. you don't dig the story, it's still an enjoyable movie to watch because it you looks... You could watch this movie with the sound down. Yes, 100%. It's beautifully shot. Again, um, David David Franco, not the Dave Franco you think. I'm from David Franco. is a DP on this, and he's the reason why everything looks as good as it does. And this is why... The, all the production design and, and the art direction and the costumes look so amazing is because he he's one of those guys that works really tight with the departments and making sure 
that. Yeah, from what I understand too, with this movie, he, they did a lot of screen tests as far as for costuming tests and stuff for lighting and because you have such inconsistent. Um, oh man, you got to deal with all that sparkle, all yeah. that bling on those outfits. Right. And it's something they kind of touched on. If you've ever seen um, Bad Time at Al Royale, they talk, they had a fully controlled, uh, they built that hotel on, on a, in a warehouse. So they had total control over, and but they had natural light in that. And I should say natural light, but normal uh, uh, lighting you would have in a dwelling that didn't have movie lights. And that's something else that they were fighting through here too. That was a, that was a real casino. So they're working with, a lots of, like you said, lots of reflection that just doesn't exist in a and, controlled environment I mean, like look a soundstage. At, look, at, look at the depth in that elevator with all that mirror, all that glass or shooting all those overhead lights. Right. It's That's in an elevator. That's so hard to do. an elevator, I would imagine. Yeah, because you not only are you dealing with the lights, you're dealing with the lights and the reflection, but now you're worried about hiding the camera, the camera op. You're hiding so much in there. Got to find that sweet spot. Yep. Look, this is a this was like a, a really fun time for fucking. They were making these big budget. This, Con Air. I mean, not Con Air, but uh, Gone in sixty seconds. Right. They're you putting know. their fifty or sixty, seventy million into a movie because they'll know they make it back. But they also, it's that mid. That's a midline budget we were just talking about. You and I were talking about yesterday. It just doesn't exist anymore. Right. It's either super low budget or it's popcorn. $150 million. Right, well, it's tentpole. Yeah, yep. absolutely. If you're not, if you don't have a summer blockbuster, uh, and that's another thing too we talked about before, the smaller movies that are being made now, the quote unquote low budgets, you know, the, the, you know, the three, four, five, six, $10 million movies are still being privately funded and, and snatched up at conventions. They're not, <laughs> they're, they're not putting the money up front. They're waiting to see the final product, which is old school indie cinema. But now, unfortunately, um, it's, that's what it is now. It is just, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> you're kind of fucked as moviegoers to, you're stuck with whatever they give you. And that's why it's so important to to support indie cinema. And technically speaking, by the way, Solstice Studio is it's not a major, damn it. So watch your no. unhinged fuckers. No, but they're, you know, they're trying to bring back the mid-range film. Right. You know, they're, they're, this, they're looking at, you know, they're, they're doing stuff between 30 and $80 million. Right. And that, and that's, and this movie, and, and unhinges proof that it works and people will still go, even with the limited release that that movie had, it still made a lot of money when you consider. <laughs> I mean, it made four, close to, I think it did 45. Yeah. World, which is incredible when, when most. When half I mean, the world shut down. Yeah. Can you imagine what it, what it would have done with, you know, again, it didn't, again, it did have the advantage of being one of a few new release movies. Well, it still didn't, you know, the th the biggest markets were still closed. Right. Because it didn't play in LA. Right. Except for at drive-ins. Drive-ins, right. New York or uh, San Francisco. Right. You know, those were all, so, you know, it made it the majority of its money without ever really, you know, being in the. And right. And by the time uh, Orange County opened up some of their stuff. Um, the movie was that much closer to being VOD'd and then was done in the theater. Like you said, they basically pulled it once it went VOD, which is about a month ago. Yeah. But look at this, dude. Look at this. I love the, the, the switching up of handheld to steady cam to lockdown. I mean, don't shoot the deaf guy, man. Yeah. This reminds me of the opening of Casino. Killing Zoe. What? <laughs> yes, it's it's a little killing Zoe for sure. Yeah. I was gonna say, look, man, we're watching Casino now. <laughs> um, 
Hey, look, they're in the cash room. What the hell's going on? I love, you know, this kind of also, this whole casino thing, it kind of reminds me of the sequence in Go. <laughs> after yeah. they, uh, you know, when they're trying to escape after, the, after the strip club shot the, uh, yeah. shot the bouncer yeah. or the bodyguard guy. Right. I love how just chill they are. I love how this is like, is that supposed to be Ricky Nelson? Oh, he couldn't have been. He was dead. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, it looks like Peter Gallagher. The guy that the one that keeps this performing in the red that keeps yeah, that, that same house. Yeah, he looks like at first I thought it was Peter Gallagher. Hey, look, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> hey, it's Honeymoon in Vegas. They got all the same people. Yep. Dude, I like Bokeem Woodbine. Yep. Do you, you watch him on Fargo? Um, no. But by, by the way, it. somebody so, told me he's great. In I'm going to drop. I'm going to drop a little science on everybody. You know that Blade TV series that I love so much? He's in the yeah. pilot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He's also fantastic in a movie we should cover at some point, Dead President. Fuck yeah, dude. I knew you were going to say it, Because <laughs> it's the only one that matters. He's so great in that. I mean, that movie is so underrated. Yeah, man, it's the a good one. The only people that don't think it's underrated are ones that know it, that know <laughs> how good it is. I've seen it. Oh, look at this, man. See? Oh, seriously, the camera work is so fantastic. Oh, man, seriously, look at Costner's jacket. It's brilliant, man. This whole yeah, suit. Yeah, totally. I love his, uh, I love, I love now that he's got the wig piece on. Yeah. You buy into it a little bit more. Right. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, at first I was like, what? And then I get it because, you know, of course, you've got to be able to take it off. But still, it's, you know. It's pretty recognizable with them damn cyberns. Yeah, so since Courtney Cox is, you know, for Clark claimed to fame outside of Friends was playing Gail Weathers from the Scream series, who was a go-to hardcore news reporter, television news reporter. She, we got somebody just like that here. That woman's like, the cameraman gets shot and goes, give me the fucking camera. <laughs> so right? Damn, man, you want to be on TV that bad? Look, Peter Gallagher. <laughs> I don't know, man. He didn't have the eyebrows. The eyebrow? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> he was oh, the original seriously, brow dude, that jacket is fantastic, Davis. dude. I would do. I would be Elvis for for Halloween if I could wear Kevin Costner's costume. Yeah, man, totally. I think I told you. I remember I, I saw this. I saw this movie um, at a screening um, on the Warner Brothers lot, like on a Friday. We were work, I was working on the lot, and uh, you know, at like seven o'clock. You know, if you were working on the lot, you could go and um, and we saw this movie. So we saw it with a pack, you know, just a bunch of like Warner Brothers office people and people who were working on the lot. It was fun because it was really. Uh, see again, man. Movies are meant to see, be seen with live audiences. Yes. Oh, dude, seriously, man. Props to this stunt crew, man. These guys know how to sell shots, slamming into the slot machines, man. Just I, I just love how the, the attention to detail and all that. Just how, yeah, man. If that, if that well, <laughs> dude, this is the worst. That, that shot of Kurt before he came out. Yeah. All that reflective, like yeah, infinity. I love, by the way, you know who Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner is just from the last 90 seconds. 
Because Coster didn't hesitate to put a shotgun on somebody that didn't have a weapon pulled. Right. Kurt and Kurt him in the gave face. him the yeah, butt of his gun. Could have shot him in the back of the head. Yep. I wonder if that comes into play later on. I don't know. A little foreshadowing, perhaps? Mm. Get in the elevator, motherfucker! God, seriously, dude. I'm I'm just relishing that uh, that costume. That Peter Gallagher, again. And Sergeant think about this, too. Look at those hot loads, too, from that shotgun. See a yeah, eight-inch totally. flame coming out of it. Look at that. Again, could have just taken them all out. Nope, he's going to waste now. 30 rounds dropping glass on him. <laughs> Run! Good Lord. Well, because at this point, you know, he hasn't killed anybody yet. He can't be arrested for anything other than robbery. Right. Uh... That's right. This guy, I this poor bastard. I couldn't remember when he gets it. And there you go. Ah! Yeah, no, he's the one who shoots Bokeem. Oh, that's so rad. One more time. Broke his hand. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, I love that. Wait till the blood drips down your forehead. Don't fall, don't you dare fall until it reaches your nose. Then, and the way it trickles out, it's so, so gold. Oh, Paul Anka with a rifle. Love it. Yeah, dude. Where else are you going to get that? <laughs> it kind of reminds, you know, it's like when Frankie Valley showed up on The Sopranos. Yes. <laughs> I like to, you know, which came first? Right. See, did it say the Riviera on top of it? It does. And they said they're robbing, and it, the, the poster and everything said the Riviera, uh, you know, the big billboard and everything. That's where the convention was happening. But I don't know that that was the Riviera. No, no. I mean, maybe the maybe from rooftop, but not internally. Look at this. There's a stamp right there on how old this movie is. Absolutely. Look at, looking for uh, look at strip landmarks. Right, and just look at the look at the way Las. I mean, Las Vegas doesn't look anything like that now. Well, Paris, Bellagio Paris was already there. there, right? Yeah. But yeah, like but like area and was it Aria, whatever. And circus, circus, cosmopolitan. Gone. All in that area we were just looking at. Right there. Right next to me. Come on, they're doing that thing to do with Con Air, man. Right. <laughs> You're jumping around right. with your geography. You're not even close, man. Oh, a little fun fact. Uh, honeymoon in Vegas. I'm going to say it now. One of the Elvis impersonators was Bruno Mars when he was like eight. Yeah, and one of them was also Bertram Gilliam was one of the he was the flying <laughs> Elvis, who was also a I think he, we talked yeah. about he was a boxing referee. That's right. Yeah, I think we talked Licensed about that during Con Air in, in Las Vegas. <laughs> I think we talked about during Con Air, didn't we? Yeah. Well, this is very this whole thing has reminded me of Con Air. Yeah. Howie Long looks like John Malkovich with a goatee. <laughs> he does. I mean, he doesn't look like Howie Long. Yeah. I guess they gave him a goatee so you'd know he was a bad guy, so you wouldn't root for him. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. Well, you know, if you got Cyrus the virus, what's he? Um, I forget his character's name. Yeah. Doug. Doug the slug. Branch of the cancer? I don't know. Jack is his name. Jack. How's it going, Jack? Oh, that was some ADR awfulness right there. Boom. Yeah. So yeah, did you see all he has the Bellagio right there in the background? That's it. I see the O was still playing. It still is, though. Well, I mean, yeah. not right now, but... 2001 it was. It was new at that point, wasn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a good. That's one of the better Cirque shows that they have. I think it started. I think it. I think this was supposed to be. Was this the twentieth anniversary? Would this start in two thousand? Possibly. Yeah. You can Google it. Uh, Guys, if you care, Google yeah. that shit. Still the best Cirque show ever. In Vegas, anyway. Love, uh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the Elvis one? No. I haven't. My brother. My brother saw it. He said it was great. I missed that one. No, but the. I've seen Love twice, and Love was amazing. So good. And uh, if you don't have it, they have a DVD audio version of that where they get the whole show in 5-1, which is fucking rad. Doesn't look like Bokeem's going to make it. I can't remember. Did they just kick him out of the, out of the, out of the helicopter? No. <laughs> Speaking I of Con Air, <laughs> just kick no, him out. They don't, they don't go full Con Air. They have something else in store for him. Or Man. do they throw him out of the helicopter? Was that motorcycle on my end? Did you hear uh, motorcycle? Yeah. Or is that? No, there's no motorcycles near me. <laughs> Some guy's riding a trail near you. Uh, oh, there he goes, taking off the piece. Uh, hey, I would never recognize you from those surveillance tapes. <laughs> Look like a whole different guy. Right. Now, am I wrong? Are, are these guys supposed to? Bo uh, are him and Kurt supposed to be like half brothers? Both. Oh shit! They do throw him out the helicopter. Oh, good lord! They did. There you go. <laughs> I totally didn't think they did. I forgot about that. They probably got further away from the strip. That makes more sense. <laughs> right? Just drop them in the desert, like everybody in Vegas, with the rest of the bodies. Yeah, if you get high up enough, you can probably bury him halfway there. To the ground. Yeah, barely, exactly. Uh, remember that experience the first time velocity. you took. Remember the first time you took a real razor to your face when I you do. were a kid. I re regretted it ever since. Yeah, because you have no idea what it does to your face afterwards. Right, and then you got to start shaving. But it looks so much better in the movies. I'm like, yeah, because the dude's already shaven. He hasn't. He has no beard when they do that. He has no stubble. And he's not shaving with the he's not shaving with the blade. It's just got a cap on it. There's no blades in it. I learned that Get much sure. later. Turn the life. lights out, boy. Get out of that fucking you little thief. Punk ass. Oh, see, look at dude. I love that jacket Kurt's wearing. It's fucking badass. All of it. Yeah, they did an amazing job on the wardrobe. See, this is one of those movies too. That has so much quality, creativity, and and just people that know their craft well, like you know, like the production design, the artwork, and and uh, and the costume. That you just, how is this not getting credits for the Oscars? You know, why isn't a movie like this getting that? Because there's been movies that have been nominated in the past, and what the fuck is this movie <laughs> for? But I'll say this. Um, you and I both have said on the show numerous times, award shows are bullshit. You know? Yeah. Proof positive. The Grammy got nominations this week. Fuck all that. Kickstart. Listen for it. KS, baby. Uh, the, um, what was that kid? Who is that kid? He was, he was good. Did he, I'm, I'm just curious. Did he, uh, did he grow up to be, is he in anything else as a grown up? I don't know. If I had x-ray, I'd tell you. <laughs> His name is Jesse in the movie. David Kay. 
Oh, he was in Legends of the Fall, that kid. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Oh, he must have been super young because he, he would have, this is like six years, seven years after? Yeah, he's still working. He's in a lot of but No, but I mean like. A bunch of TV. But, but. Um, but in Super Babies, yeah, I mean, he must have been. He was born in 1988, so he was like oh, yeah. 12 when they shot this movie probably. So he was like six or seven for the. Uh, that, what the hell? Uh, Legends of the Fall. Super Baby, Baby Geniuses. <laughs> Legends of the Fall, he was probably five or six, right? Because that was 94. And he probably shot it in 93. Yeah. Look at this. This is where you get Christian Slater, Dick Christian Slater. Yeah. Christian Slater doing his Christian Slater bit. Well, see, here's the thing about Kevin Costner. You know, his character in this is... It's kind of a dick, but this is the one that he's right about. <laughs> right. You know, without him there, the, you know, without Franklin there, these guys, maybe they don't pull it off. Maybe they don't pull off the job. Because he wasn't afraid to shoot his gun, Franklin. No, Franklin had no fucking qualms about fucking dropping people. Yeah. Uh-oh. This ain't going over well. No. I mean, dude, just look at all that, you know. I love the, what, he's got circles, he's got pinstripes, he's got polka dots. Yeah. He's got leather, there's texture, there's shapes, there's patterns. And that's the thing, too, is everybody's, that's something else to be, note, be noted, what everybody's wearing right now says so much about who they are. Yeah. Dude, once you get them out of their Elvis costume, it's kind of like, all right, well, who's in, who's in oh, the. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. I never noticed that belt buckle before he's wearing. His belt buckle's got Costner? a black scorpion on it. Costner? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Watch when they go to the next table like, shot white again. shot. It's, well, it's the scorpion. Oh, from the beginning nice. Picked up. Never like, caught that it? before either. Yeah, I never noticed it until just now. Does, also looks like he's wearing an Apple watch. Duh. is. Is Kurt wearing one? Does Kurt have a white yeah, scorpion? Yeah, I, I was trying to look and see if uh, huh? if that white scorpion has been anywhere in Kurt's, uh, you know, in his wardrobe or anything. Uh oh, Gus is worried. Or you can just go with the fact that he had the he had the whitest of Elvis costumes. I guess we can go with that, right? Good guy, bad guy. Yeah, basically. Oh, those are little diamond shapes too. His, uh, they're not poker, they're diamond shapes. Oh, the, it's even better. The jacket. Yeah. Or the shirt, I mean. So try to think of us as the Oz. The, uh, yeah. Is that, yeah, that's, that's a great shirt, man. Dude, did his Christ. whole, his whole ensemble is amazing. Yeah. But if you, it really, you get, do you get to seriously get that whole true romance vibe, this whole scene? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, this is what would have happened if Drexel was fucking. What about you? Played by Kevin Costner. Costner, yeah. <laughs> Clarence Worley would have been fucking gunned down <laughs> 18 minutes into the movie and it would have been over. Yeah, hey, hey, hey Clarence, remember, man, don't leave your, your ID behind. <laughs> yeah, you dumb son of a bitch. Seriously, dude, the camera work is just tremendous. Yeah, man, they really embrace the tacky fucking wonderfulness of Elvis everywhere in this movie. 
Oh, you know, it just hit me too since we're talking about true romance. What's this big monologue, Christian Slater's big monologue at the very beginning of true romance about Elvis? Yeah. Yeah, see? And then Val Kilmer playing the Elvis. Yeah. Val Kilmer's the only one missing from this movie as far as Elvis goes. By the way, if you guys, if you've never seen it, look for true romance promo photo or something like that. And you'll see this great picture that was done. And I don't know what point in the production, maybe pre-production. They're doing some promo shots, a photo, sound, you know, photo, session, photo shoot with Kilmer where you can see him in full garb sitting on the back of the Cadillac. You know, like it's really fucking cool. I to, I'll pull it. If I, if I remember to, I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, Clarence Worley just got shot in the leg. Now he got shot in the chest. Now he's done. Now what do you do with his money? <laughs> he's put his he money up. That shit at three ways. <laughs> he's he's going to be harder to hide. Now you can just kick him out of a helicopter from 150 feet in the air. I'm digging that shirt that Arquette's got on too, man. Yeah, they kept it hidden most of the way because of the way they had him positioned and sitting down. I thought the kid, I'm sorry, that kid that just showed. Yeah. Right there. That is not the kid. It's not a kid that just saw, saw, saw somebody get murdered by a by gunshot. I think that, I feel like that kid's seen a lot of weird shit living in this hotel. Well, maybe, but usually it's involving thievery that his mom's doing dad, herself. But he's a little sociopath. Yeah. We don't know who the dad is. Dude, I love the velvet paintings in this hotel. Oh, yeah, totally. I was just going to say the whole black velvet thing. Yeah. That's what I saying, the tackiness of Elvis. Right. Just everything, you know, involved. Yeah. It reminds me, it's funny, there's a bar in Houston that I went to, God, probably 30 years, no, 25 years ago. It's called the Velvet Elvis. Mm. And, dude, <laughs> this hotel, this looks just like the interior of that bar. But I love the Christmas law. I love, dude, they just, you know, they just literally went, it, there's so much going on visually in this movie. Yeah. And that jacket Costner has too. Yeah, man. Yeah. All good shit. Grab a shovel. Great movie cars too. Oh, yeah. God, look, at the, look at, seriously, dude, look at the wings on that thing. Fucking awesome. When I first, when it first showed up in the car, I was like, oh my God, dude, it looks like Christine. Mm. Yeah, but seriously, put the hood down, man. I'm going to see the wings, man. Put the trunk down, man. Come let me on, see, the, let me the see trunk, them boys. fins. Uh, yeah, well, let's go find some. We found <laughs> a pet. Isn't this where the Joe Pesci buried people in casino? Uh-oh. What the hell? What is that? Looking like a lightning going on back there. Yeah. Where happened, everybody? Uh, well, I'm going to say that uh, Murphy didn't exactly... Oh, coyotes. Oh man! I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. You already didn't turn away, which is what you're supposed to do. You never turn away from an animal because you're gonna make things worse for everybody. But he already well, hit he it. It already hit it over. first. You already <laughs> rolled over the car. So what you <laughs> what you steered veer away for? Oh man, he shot him. What a shot pong everybody. Mother, what a pong motherfucker. Like, and he didn't assume anybody was gonna be wearing vests. Right, I'm assuming. Only, yeah, only really Kurt was smart enough to be wearing a vest. <laughs> Gus wasn't the Gus wasn't the brains of the operation. 
Look at that guy. What a character face, man. Yeah. Back to the old last chance. Always a vacancy at the last chance. So, I mean, so who's left now? It's just him and Costner, right? Yeah, everybody else is dead. There's <laughs> still an hour and 18 minutes of this movie, so it's just the showdown between the two most famous people in the movie. Well, it's got to turn into a buddy film. Hey, what, what is that necklace he's wearing? Is that a scorpion? What is that? What's on that necklace? I don't know. Is that a lightning bolt? <sighs> it looks like initials. Oh, you know what it looks like? It looks like Greek letters, and then something else is on it, too. There's like two pendants. There's two charms on it. Uh-oh. There's Murphy's hat. He ain't made it back yet. Get them Pringles. Uh-oh. Product placement. Pringles. Oh, leave my hands on my booty. Where's Jesse? Come here, you little fucker. <laughs> oh, he called him a little shit even better. <laughs> punk ass. This is stolen guns. Where's that damn money? I'm calling the cops right now. Yeah, you know where the money is. Punk. Oh, Murphy just woke up. Uh-oh. No front wheel drive on that car. No. Call the cops. Call the cops. Oh, look at that. Uh, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> hang uh, up faster. <laughs> yeah, put that, just hang that motherfucker up. <laughs> Grab his ass. You get that money, you little bastard. You little shit. You're one of the Elvis bandits. Saw you on TV. Yeah. I like them apples, boy. I got now. I got this other gun. <laughs> you like apples, kid? But see, they don't know. He, they don't know. He's not somebody who's going to shoot somebody. They don't know that. Yeah, well, they don't know it's Kurt. Right. If it was Murphy, they'd be dead already. Mm -hmm. Here's some hush money, sister. <laughs> so hush. So be quiet. I was never here. You and the kid, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to murder your son. I will murder everyone. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. See, I know you're not really big into 4K, but this movie, regards to the 4K aspect of it, this thing needs to be remastered. This isn't, my mine's quote unquote HD and it looks wonderful, but man, this thing needs a, a nice, a nice do over. You hear me, boutiques? Get on that, somebody. Yeah, right. Uh, which one? I mean, which one's? Which Warner. one's the most friendly with Warner Brothers? Warner Archive. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Pass. Come on, shout. This one's on you, Arrow. Come on. This well, is it's funny, man, because this movie never gets talked about in the you know when everyone goes on about the Kurt Russell movies. Um, it's kind of like. This is like a, like a lost or forgotten. And I know this movie gets hammered. People, it didn't make a lot of money. It kind of tanked and it's not really, but I don't know what, you know, look, man, 
Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Are there some are there some <laughs> annoying things? Sure, but <laughs> but it is two I mean, hours long, of, man. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, the pace, the pacing is a little weirdly troublesome. But it's funny because I I don't feel like it's slow, but it's just like you feel like we should be. You know, we're an hour into the movie and we still got an hour left. Right. And if but who you, knows where we're going? Because I don't remember. It feels like almost all the quote unquote action you're going to get has already happened. Because, or, right. because half the crew is killed. <laughs> Dude, right. Well, more than that, you know, two thirds of them are dead. I love that kid. He's hilarious with his guns. So six shooters. Uh-huh. Yeah, the kid knows what to do. He's the smartest one in the room. I'm, I'm about the thieving. How very Shane Black of you. Right? Does it have a smart kid, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Evening. We received an emergency 911 call from this morning. That guy in the background, was he the audio guy? Take off your headphones, put down your boom mic, and go stand in the shot. Go to wardrobe. Go to wardrobe. Get that fixed. You guys, hey. You the man of the house? You just got engaged. That, the one guy does not look like a cop to me. Yeah, the guy on the right. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, you're right. He, somebody, go back, call central casting. (laughs) Really, they can't send anybody else? Fuck. All right. Look at him, dude. He looks like an accountant. <laughs> well, I mean, he also just looks like he's never been in front of camera before. His arms across mm-hmm. like that. And he's also doesn't seem to be playing a very good cop too, because you no. don't, you never have your hands crossed as a police no, officer exactly. because you can't reach your weapon. You get fast shot. Enough. Yeah. The guy with all the lines, I kind of buy him as a cop. Sure. He's got a, the the right hair, sort of. Except for it looks a little jelly on the sides. It's, you know, it's the hairstyle of uh, 2001. Is Kurt eating a dum-dum? <laughs> look like it. Look, and like look like a pina colada. Pina colada, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> that's the bat. Of course, why? what else would it be besides pina colada? Right. And well, in this movie. For no other, well, for also for another reason, I don't think any dum-dums are that color other than pina colada. Right, but like if you were gonna, if you were the director and you said, hey, I want him to have a dum-dum, what, which one would it be? Pina colada. Mm-hmm. What else would you have in Vegas? Yep. <laughs> Terrible mad job there, guys. The- Uh-oh. Now these guys show up an hour and 45, an hour and 10 minutes into the movie. Look at that. This is Kevin Pollack. How many years removed from Ricochet? 10 years, right? Something yeah, like that? Is, 90, uh, 91? Ricochet was, was Ricochet that earlier? I thought Ricochet was like, yeah, maybe 91. Yeah. So probably 10. This is, like, this is a good five years after Usual Suspects. Yeah. Still doing that. Uh, and this guy. He's best known. Well, this was after, I think Thomas Hayden Church kind of, his thing was what? Uh, um 
Demon Knight was the first movie I remember seeing him in. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's the guy from Wings. Which is like six years before this. And then... Um, but a few years before Spider-Man. But then you had him on Three. Wings and you had him also on... Uh, gosh, trying to Huh? No, I was kidding. What's the, the one that he did where... I think Deborah Messing was in it, right? Where they they got they had a fake they had a sham marriage. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, it, way before Will and Grace, obviously. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I forget the name of it. Yeah, anyway, I just always remember him from forgettable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not an. Oh, Sideways was the movie where everyone like fell in love with. Yeah, him, him and, and Giamatti. That was the one that kind of broke them both. So see that that's not pink and claw. That one's a little pink. So. What's the that what's the like pink a, one? And it looks a little bit bigger than a dum dum though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I was gonna say that looks. Maybe yeah, it's one of those generic like, ones. You know, the generic ones. Oh, you know what it is? It's the one they made those things in the early. They, they were they, they were ice cream flavors. Yes, and they were like swirled. And it was and, swirled like with white and like like or like strawberry shortcake. Strawberry yeah, shortcake yeah, yeah, yeah. or some shit. Yeah. yeah, that's what those are. That's okay. Whatever is going into her mouth, fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just trying to distract Kurt while he's driving. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. I'm pulling off here. I can't drive. <laughs> hey, go for a hey, walk. Go is. for a walk, kid. <laughs> okay, kid, why don't you take a walk? What? I got things. I, I mean, yeah, your mom and wait, I have to talk about some stuff. On the bumper. Oh, dude, this, this part makes me laugh. Because oh. I feel like... Shoehorn this song this, in here. They built this. This is a, I think this must be a build. Gosh. At least part of it is. Mm. Now, who's that? Was that her dad? Gosh, who knows? That was kind of creepy. It seemed a little nefarious regardless. Hey, look, <laughs> this guy. The other Elvis. Now, this is what, you know, good cop, bad cop. Right. Which one of them is supposed to be the tough guy? One with the toothpick, I guess. Right. Not the one with the cigarette. But, you know, it could be the guy with the baseball cap. It might be a little Look more that guy, that guy couldn't open the door. He had two cups of coffee and couldn't open the door. <laughs> Just turned around and left. Yeah, I'm not doing this. That's what I said. I'm not doing out. I love that wall behind him. The the maps, the maps. It's just so, so layered and like. It looks like a yeah. It looks like a ransom note. <laughs> the way it I, looks. It did. Yeah. It looked like yes, like one of those things where you cut out all the fucking things from the newspaper and magazines. Please bring ten thousand dollars, or you'll never see your kid again. <laughs> Damn, you take his girl too. Oh yeah, he will. <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> you, want to, you want to go for a drive? I'll go for a ride. I got plenty of beer and Slim Jims. Got some beef jerky sticks. <laughs> I forgot her name. She was, uh, I've seen her another stuff. Daisy McCracken. She was on Angel. Yeah, I've seen her before. She played Bethany on Angel. 
I think she was in one of the Halloween movies too. Maybe one of the ones I didn't. See <laughs> the the ones I didn't see. <laughs> right, the one with Buster Rhymes, I think. Oh right, Resurrection. Yes, that's it. Yes, she was. There you go. Because I remember my friends was like, "Oh yeah, she's on Angel," and I was like, "Who else is in that movie?" Wow, she was she was barely twenty when they made this movie. Twenty. Yeah, because she, she's now she's forty. She just turned forty-one. Because is she supposed to be playing underage in this though? That's just weird. It's kind of a hard thing to determine. Because the way she, the way they have her, kind of like put well, in her. I'm guessing she's supposed to be eighteen. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna go with that. Look, you have freedom, sweetheart. <laughs> Just killed that freak that was raping you. Your life's already better. You don't need to come with me and make it worse. Look at that leaded gasoline pump. Leaded. <laughs> Do you remember when they used to call it ethyl? <laughs> I love the unleaded and leaded. And then now yeah. you don't have a choice. Oh, come on. I, I, okay. They did that movie mistake and I fucking hate it. I hate it, dude. I hate when they put water. Just put some fucking food dye in it, dude. Make it a little pink. Everybody I knows. Love, Ugh, bugs the shit out of me, dude. I love the fact. See, there we go. At least part of this was a build. Look at that. Some Conair's action for you there. <laughs> yeah, man. Look just like when they blew up that plane. Uh, see, they had to find a way to blow something up in this movie. <laughs> gotta blow something up. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. We got 250 grand. Let's blow something up. All right, then. Hey, look, can you blow this up? What's the big what's the biggest charge you can put in that thing? <laughs> look at that. Oh, really? Look at that terrible that terrible visual effect there. Oh my gosh. Oh man. So we spent a good hour complimenting so much about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're seeing two questionable things. Oh yes. I'm not gonna ding him too much for the you know, for the clear gasoline and <laughs> because everybody does that. You rarely get the you know, the pink, the pink version, the way gasoline actually looks. I'd rather see dirty gasoline. I'd rather see like, a, you know, tinted brown because it's been in the ground so long. I'd rather see diesel. Yeah. But like in, when that when the guy's sticking his finger down the fucking pump in maximum overdrive. <laughs> See, only the only part that's good. Looking down the barrel of it when it squirts him in the face. I idiot. can't believe they're remaking that, dude. Oh, who cares? Yeah. I, yeah. I know, like but dude, the best. For the third time. The best thing about the movie, and I'm using finger quotes around the word best, is the music. Just being able to hear ACDC blast in the movie Dude, theater made it tolerable. Did you know that the uh, soda machine, the killer soda machine, do you know who rigged that? You know who the special effects guy who built that was? Uh -uh. Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters. Really? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I didn't have any. I, I, just, I just found that out recently. I was like, fuck, that's crazy. Man, she really had her, her hand up that towel, dude. Yeah, she did. Yeah, totally. I was going to say, so far, this movie, my favorite thing in it is Courtney Cox. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot to like about it, but she's like, I, this is a movie, because I, I, it was my question mark when I saw it. I was like, Courtney Cox, really? What, is she going to be Monica Geller? But she's really good in this. I mean, it's a shame she didn't do more stuff like this. Oh, well. whoa. Hello. Put your gum back in. That's baby. how the road's treating me. 
Murph. <laughs> I mean, Max. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. Uh huh. You ever been to Reno, baby? Bubblegum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, take that with you. Whoa. Give him that. Take that gum, baby. Give me your gum. <laughs> That's like being snowballed. There you go. Got your bubblegum and a new sugar daddy for you. <coughs> Girl's going to Reno, man. Yeah. Look at that. See? Costner's not a bad guy. Nah, he gave her freedom. He's not all bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, he he probably didn't even finish. That really that's that's a quality human being right there. Or maybe he did finish <laughs> after the bubblegum thing. I mean, that's why she popped her head up. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it's like she was like snowballing him. That's why she spit the gum into his mouth. They couldn't go all the way. What they call you know, it? Is it still snowballing when there's gum involved? What's it called then? No, but I'm saying Snow it's gumball? supposed to be like it's supposed to be like snowballing. Like, ew, he requests that. I guess I don't know. Oh no, just the line from Clerks. Yeah, you never know. And one of these refreshing beverages. Yeah, you just tell me. You just let me know, Kevin Pollock. Mm, I want some Chinese food. You know, I could go for a big bowl of ramen right now. <laughs> Oh, shit. I thought he was going to hit me. Oh, me too. <laughs> Good just, Lord. I'm and like, wow, just going to... She disappeared. I don't remember everybody just running up on the sidewalk. What is this? She, oh, she wasn't in the reverse, that woman. Oh, she wasn't? Oh, good. She probably got hit. <laughs> that was funny. She disappeared. Kurt is a breast man, I think, in yeah. this movie. Well, what's or he with her for? Was. The DP, the director, somebody's depressed. That's yeah. yeah. Well, you know, don't scorn a woman, dude. I like that. Those flags on the ceiling. Yeah. With the cover, what are you trying to cover up there? They're just covering that ugly white ceiling, probably. You know, they can with the ceiling tiles. Because it's ugly. Because it's ugly. I want to say I bet you it was already there, like when they went into this diner. Oh, great inquisition from the kid. Yeah, well, you know, that's what kids do. Eat your fucking you fries. Yikes. What did he say? My mom My mom's just than her. Is that what he said? <laughs> See, I just love the kid just laying it out. Yeah, dude. I'm yeah, saying. Who doesn't? You got to have a fucking smart, wise-ass kid in a movie like this. The, the the integration between the two of them, the mom and the son, and just how they work together. Yeah, dude, they're total grifters. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I love the fact that, that you know, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt plays that kind of, this is a little, there's a little Jack Burton going on here, too. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, that's that that's one of his gifts. Like, you know. Yeah. He he can uh he can play somebody who's not super he's not the brightest dude in the but you know, usually he comes out on top because he's just smart enough. Captain Ron. Uh oh. There she goes. 
Whoa. Gave her quite a shove. And then she like, <laughs> she like left the kid, man. What, a, what an awful mom. Ooh. <laughs> a nice gag. Yeah, dude, totally. That was such a great, like, oh, hello, dog. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Just shove him in that sweater, dude. Fit for another dog. Yeah, the dog didn't show up on the day. Wardrobe was like, well, we got to put it on somebody. Uh huh. funny man i wonder if uh when they're doing it bad times at the el royale if they looked at this movie for uh you know if somebody said hey man it should kind of look like <laughs> well you know it, miles to graceland you know, when you when you watch that featurette on the blu-ray or the digital if you bought the digital for el royale you'll see them talk about the production design and everything in, in the build of the entire hotel is God, it's so it's like again like I've said before on the show it's it really shapes the the appreciation for the movie um, it's the same thing with this you know I don't remember the it visually being so like so perfect I mean everything about it but that's what and that's how Royale works as well I have to think that the kind of care that went into this was probably the same kind of care they put in El Royale and they did that proper research. But yeah, there, I feel there's lots of moments in there, especially with the really red interiors that they'd spent a lot of time um, with El Royale watching movies like this, watching movies like, well, not so much Casino, but like probably like Honeymoon in Vegas, things that would show that really bright Casino as opposed to the dark thing that Scorsese put out there for his movie. Right. Also, you get the, uh, you know, picture cars. Right. You know, all the cars we see in this, you know, they're kind of, they're all timeless, older. Again, you know, it's it's very much, uh, I'm going to say Streets of Fire. Right. I mean, look at this. You couldn't get, get to this without saying Streets of Fire. Right. Here's your state police, right? Yeah, man. And with a car that was right out of Dragnet. <laughs> yeah, totally. How much cell phone use have you seen in this? None, thank God. Right? That's the kind of my point is like we're the point that we were making earlier as far as it's its own world. Um, not unlike the show Reprise on on Hulu where you can never really tell the time frame. Yeah, there's there's cell phones and it's all flip phones and you can never tell what's going on where you're at, a, uh, where you're at um, in the confines of, is this really, is this 1980s? Is this 1985? Is this 1985 in another world? You know, Dude, universe. I was hoping that cop was Charles Nelson Riley for a second. Which would be amazing. <laughs> I love how he's just got that old Lone Ranger six shooter with the white handle, just like and the kids, just, just like the kids' gun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And he just nicked Costner in the face, shot off his sideburn. Uh oh. Oh, now you've done it. And there's the focus on the scorpion. Oh, yeah. 
There he is. Murphy. <laughs> a combat of sideburns. That's awesome. <laughs> A lot of that time lapse in this. Yeah, good thing too because movie's two hours and one good minute Lord. long. Right? How would we know if they didn't pass in time? <laughs> We'd just be like, God, "How long has this happened? When did that robbery happen?" This 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 movie takes place over a two week period. Dude, how long is this? love it! I oh forgot. my gosh, Lovitz I forgot love was in this. <laughs> Damn, dude, the world needs more John Lovitz. Yep. There's that little bastard. Got to see ourselves a truck. Yeah, man. Kid's a hot wire maniac. Do it. <laughs> what other stuff can I steal? This is the best. Ooh. Done that a few times. Flashback to his Disney live action days. Oh, you little shit. Jump in the back of the truck, man. Mm. He's terrible. Like he gonna with try, like, he's he's going to trust that kid. He's not a real pe people person, is he? For a guy no. that, you know, saw this whole the heist going bad... Like right. he did. How's he, he not? Did, he, he, getting, he keeps getting burned well, by these two. He, he just got out of prison. Like I said, he's not the brightest bulb in the fucking uh, <laughs> oh, lighting dude. display here. He rolls in. Yeah, this this set is super fun. Look at that thing, man. I don't know who that girl is. Lots of interesting skirts in this movie. Uh huh. Man, man, when was the last time you saw Lovitz? I, I mean, dude, I haven't seen Lovitz since anything in a while. I just saw. Oh, I, he was in the. And I understand why you haven't seen him recently because he's in everything Adam Sandler does. So, but the oh, yeah. the Hubley Halloween. Oh my gosh. I hate to say I, it. Yeah. It was actually, it was entertaining. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie since Click. The The funny thing is, is that and we were just talking earlier about one of the best cameos um, in it is that Ben Stiller shows up playing that, that, uh, that old age home dude from, from Happy Gilmore that looked right. after us, that ran the sweatshop. Right, the one that, uh, yeah. He shows up. He's actually got a part in the movie. He's playing the same character, which I thought was kind of funny. Still at the old folks' home? Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's a sharp antelope. It is, man. Something bad could happen to you on that thing. That's why you don't mess with horned uh, mammals. No. In the wilderness. It's a bad idea. Like it never leaves anything good. You ever see those videos where people like, you know, they try to go and pet a deer and shit or, or they'll put like deer scent on them to attract and then the deers kick the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love watching people be stupid with nature. Oh shit. Oh. You just shot my wolf. You know, you, you really should have called first. 
You better tell him what he wants to know. Murphy. Speaking of postman, doesn't he shoot an arrow? Doesn't he? Isn't he like an archer in the postman also? Probably. Or am I just thinking Robin Hood? (laughs) Maybe you're just thinking Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. See, now that's a costume movie I'm not down with. No. Come on, man. Speaking of Christian Slater, because isn't he a sidekick in Christian? Yeah. Christian? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, who was that? Kevin Reynolds, right, that directed it? Who's the same guy yeah. did Waterworld? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, when you, Fandango. Put, when you start putting the word hey, <laughs> start putting the word hey in your movies in the 14th century, you can kiss my ass. Right. It's time for hey, me to check out. Yeah. Hey, you. Oh, hey, I you. already don't like you. Thanks for that. Hey, you. Hey you. Uh, yeah, didn't but didn't uh, didn't did Kevin did he also direct uh, Thirteen Days? Was that another? Was that was like was that after they made up? Like didn't they have a falling out after Waterworld? I want to say, you know, all I remember about Thirteen Days is the dude that plays Kennedy. Yeah, and he was good. I always forget his name. Um, it's you know, not. Uh, what is that guy's name? Son of a bitch. He's played Kennedy a few times. Yeah, yeah. In a few different movies. Right. Bruce, Bruce Greenwood? Is it Bruce Greenwood? Oh, yes. Wait, no, it's not. Hold on. Hold on. I got this one. What? You're so fucking ugly. She's so cute. Uh, oh, Roger no. Donaldson actually directed it. Right. Bruce Greenwood plays Kennedy. Yes, he is, now? 100%. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're going to kill me. Because I think it's on Prime right now, cause, or it's on Showtime, because it keeps showing up in my, uh, you might like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's directed by um, Roger Donaldson. Um, who, who directed did, No Way Out. Uh, Cocktail, Species, what we, what we talked about. And yeah, No Way Out, that, there's their friendship. Sort of from Bye-bye. right around that point, right? Was that the first thing they did together? What? Yeah, I think so. But look at that, dude. How's that for a nice little one-two punch, man? Consecutive years. No way out in cocktail. Right? Yeah. He also directed a movie I like a lot. Two movies I actually like. I think he did Cadillac Man, right? And White yeah. Sands. Yeah. With Mickey Rourke and Willem Dafoe. And oh. the lovely Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio before she stopped acting. Dude, one of the most heartbreaking things. I mean, see, I like I like Cocktail a lot. I think it's one of those movies, one of those first movies. That, Dude, Brian Brown. Yes, that's that's where I was gonna go to. It's fucking tragic when he kills himself, dude. I like it's him. fucking horrible, dude. When it happens, it I was either, like, dude. what the fuck? I was like, what what movie am I watching? <laughs> right. I'm like, well, he seems like the most happiest dude ever. Well, that's that's when I started learning about what depression does to you, <laughs> God, man. Um, cause at that point, didn't, didn't, um, Brian Brown's lady and him hook up? Is that why he ends up like, or he accused, I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Like he accused. cocktail? Yeah. Didn't he hook up with shoe? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, that's when Brian Brown, Brian Brown was making some, was popping back in that part of the eighties, you know, FX cocktail. I love that moment right there. Costner, when he's taking that cosmopolitan oh, yeah. test. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> friend, have you had rough sex with a man? Yes. 
because he spent time in jail. I'm assuming that's what he's referring to, right? Yeah, of course. I love that he. I love that that whole insert. It was great. He just under because oh, it tells you he is who he dude knows who he is. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. My question here is: This is what I'm saying. Nobody's very Costner. Murphy might be the smartest person in the movie because she walks into this place, looks at him, and doesn't think something's weird. Right. Right. Didn't they show? Um, didn't they show this is mugshot on the television? But then yes. she was already on the road at that point, though. Right. But I'm just saying, does he look like no. he belongs in this place? He doesn't look. At, he doesn't look like the guy that answered the phone. That's for sure. He certainly doesn't, and he doesn't look like. Uh, doesn't he kind of look like the sideburns and stuff? A little bit like. I guess he doesn't really look like the without the wig. He didn't in the glasses. Yeah. He looks like Kevin Costner. Right. Maybe she thinks he's cute. <laughs> By the way, I should point out too something that's surprising, knowing that he is wanted and knowing that those chops were visible. Oh, yeah. he ain't cutting I'm, the chops, dude. I know, but you think he should. <laughs> right, but there was no way that was going to happen. Hell no. No. They all took him to grow all that. His hair doesn't grow very long these days. Back then, for that matter. It's an African piece. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, man. I totally forgot that uh, Brian Brown was in uh, Gorillas in the Mist. Dude, I haven't seen Gorillas in the Mist forever. I can't. I love it, but I can't watch it. I know. Man. We've talked about it. Well, I mean, you've talked about the reasoning behind it, but not specific to that. I just know better because I've seen it <laughs> and I know what you're yeah, referring no, to. I, I mean, it's a great movie, but I mean, yeah. Uh, um, Refresh me. Who did the primates in it? See, this is where I struggle with because I know Rick Baker did Grace, though. So I don't remember. Did they do? Oh, you know what? I think it was Winston. I think they did. I think it's Stan Winston. Yeah, I think it's Winston because I remember the baby. Um, yeah. But then again, I mixed up with Congo because I'm pretty sure they did Congo. Is Phil, maybe it's Phil. I think it's Phil Nataro. <laughs> it might be. Oh man, I can't, dude! I remember being so excited to see that movie, and then I saw it, and I came out, I was just like devastated, dude. Yeah, totally. Like sixteen, I think seventeen. I forget how old I was, but I, that one broke me. Uh oh, there's John Lovitz and his dead girlfriend. It's a truck, Dick. Dude, I love these the, the way this is framed right here. Yeah. He's so relieved it's not his mom. Yeah. That Diane Lane looking woman. Now how now he saw somebody get killed before. But I guess it was Christian Slater, so he didn't really care. Yeah, I think what, what's happening right now is he was he wasn't responding to Lois. He was worried about his mom. I think you're I mean you hit you hit a thing on Or the he's head. also like he's kind of pissed because his mom bailed on him. Oh yeah. He's definitely going through emotions. Now he's just in survival mode, but now he's, but he's still a child. So he's acting out now. Now that shit, all that fucking hard ass veneers cracking like fucking cheap porcelain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Kurt Russell's like going, yeah, I'm starting to see the kid. Come on, Kurt, you're a terrible judge of character. <laughs> Dude, I remember when those glasses were all the rage. Yeah. Those um, things don't even—they wouldn't even cover my eyes. My what eyes were they are so called again? Big. 
Not the oak weed ones. What were they, what were they called? Um, the fuck. I want to say barfly. Is it barfly? Yeah, something like that. I think it's barfly. Something like that. Or uh, black flies. Black, black flies. flies. Thank you. Yeah. Barflies is something else. Movie with Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, Rourke movie. <laughs> black flies. Oh, look at that, dude. We had how much? Okay. This is 2001, so that was still a real optical we just saw right right there. Oh, my yeah. gosh. How expensive is that costing them just to do something you don't need to do? Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, dude, that was a good 100 grand right there between those two transitions. I'm like, why would you do that? See, this is for those of you that don't know much about how editing works, or even if you're using an Avid or Premiere or anything like that now, those easy dissolves that you just saw right there that you can do on your phone now, um, those required, they were shot on film, so it was required to do opticals on it, which means they had to do layered film on top of film. It's not, it's not an easy process, especially if you want to look good. I got to ask you a question. So what's going on here with the, are they in disguise as Sinatra? Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. He looks oddly like James Spader. <laughs> the kid or Kurt? Kurt. But like current one, because it's got his... Oh, you mean like from uh, Blacklist? Yes. Totally, because it's the glasses. And the hat. It's the hat. It's the it's the chops. Cigarette. Yeah, all of it. God, James Spader. Dude, if you guys have never seen Blacklist, get that shit, man, or watch it. I think it's on Netflix. It's <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm throwing up. Oh, dude, he told yeah, totally. Oh, dude, silver, it's the Silver Bullet Bridge. It... Uh... <laughs> Look out, Marty. Uh, don't worry about it. It's a wolf man. And he's dead. It's a wolf man. Apparently. Don't you worry. Put your hat back on. Yeah. What if I helped you look like the chairman of the board. Getting well, back yeah, in the like, car. How's the kid being so cocky? Your mom's still... <laughs> your mom bailed on you, dude. Your mom is probably getting fucking, you know, Perfect. taking it hard and fast from Costa right now, kid. <laughs> And look, you're here with me, so fucking mellow out. Yeah, be Stop happy. Stop giving me so much shit. <laughs> be happy. Your mom's the only one that's getting fucked right now. Yeah. Coupe de Ville. License plate 3KMTG. How did I remember that? Okay, thanks a lot. You know, when was the last time you were in the bathroom that didn't have a small toilet, a lower urinal? Right. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. They made Uncle Buck piss in one. Uh-oh. Whoa, hold on, dude. What's wow. up with the gun? Yeah, it's a stolen truck. You should probably fucking swap that out. Yeah. Uh-oh. Boise Municipal Police. See, this is what I remember. Ooh, I, colors, I remember, dude, I remember this. scheme here. Yeah. When was the last time you would never... I'd, look at the jail. It's fantastic. This is brilliant. This is like the best moments ever. <laughs> How's that for a jarring moment, dude? Right? Got them both. Report in the car stolen. 
Damn risky if you ask me. Clever though. Little exposition, little speech from Costner. Dude, I really dig that jacket. God damn it. Yeah, All dude, seriously, man. Stitch work on that collar. We need to find out if that's something that's, you know, at one of the one of the big shops. Cause I would love to wear that for <laughs> for Halloween, man. Not that Costner's anywhere. <laughs> you could get away with it. I couldn't. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out. I wonder if that stuff, well, I, you know, it's funny. If the movie had been a hit, I bet this stuff would all be like in the Warner Museum there on the lot. You know, for <laughs> the Warner Museum. Through the tours. Probably ended up at Planet Hollywood at some point. <laughs> or somewhere. Like I mean, it would know. make sense with, with the theme of the movie and everything. No, Dude, but seriously. If the movie like, was get, a bigger hit, I wonder if it did just like, ah, fuck. Well, yeah, just send that stuff back to the costume shop. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, let's go back to what we were talking about for a moment ago. The green, right? Yep. Obviously, it's it's been painted. You can see that it's been it's not it's not an old paint job, and you can see you can see that on the wall right there behind Kurt. Right. With the constant focus of the red throughout everything else, right? And right now, Costner wearing that uh, still wearing a very very strong red while he's in this green room. Just just it's just the, the they're still working with the themes where. They're bonded by money, and right now they're being bonded by the fact they're both in jail. So they're kind of reminding you why they got, how they got there. Right. It's really, totally. sm really smart how they did a lot of this stuff. This is this is why this is how movies like this ele get elevated, and when you start appreciating them more for the thought that goes into it prior to, right. prior to shooting. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's uh, Mary McLeod who is the uh, costume designer. Uh, she also did A Christmas Story <laughs> and Boondock Saints just probably right before this. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, she she's done some good stuff, man. She did uh, – do you ever see Fido? Yes. I love Fido. Fido. She did uh, – well, she did Major League Back to the Minors, but that's not – you know, it's okay. Sometimes you just make it a the work. <laughs> But she did one of my favorite Christmas movies, which you're going to fucking scream when I say it. I but don't understand. <laughs> Trapped in Paradise. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, I watched, I watched Home for the Holidays on Thanksgiving. Yeah, so did we. We yeah. watched it. Checked it out. Yeah, I watched that. And uh, and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Which I have to say, man, uh, as I get older, trying to watch Charlie Brown, I only want to see Snoopy in Woodstock. <laughs> Look at this. Whoa, is Costner got a scorpion ring as well? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's the scorpion man. Yeah. So is he fighting himself? <laughs> I'm not sure, man. Because that's a that's a silver one. Or are they the same person? Ooh, maybe he's maybe it's fight you know, club. It's like Mr. Brooks. Oh, wait a second here. Did I ruin something again? I'm really good about ruining fight club for people. Is this a you know, is this uh he's playing uh He's both, he's, him and Kurt are, you know, two sides of the same coin. By the way, we watch American Housewife. Love the show, right? I think Reese worked on it, right? Yeah, for a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they dropped, uh, and then Melvin, uh, in an episode, recent episode, they dropped the Fight Club reveal in the episode. Wow. I know, but dude, come on. <laughs> I was, I'm glad Joey doesn't watch the show because I'm saving that for him. He doesn't, he's not going to know. 
it's funny because I feel like the same thing happens. Uh, somebody, uh, I saw it recently. Someone, it was, what's the Ed Nor uh, Richard Gere movie? Primal Fear. Somebody made a, like a, I think it was a family guy, dude. They made a Primal Fear reveal. And I was oh. like, what? <laughs> um, there was one Ed other Norton, one. Man. It's, it's Ed Norton. That, that was his gimmick for a bit, right? He's the guy, the split personality guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. And that's why I worked with Fight Club so well. If you didn't read the book, when it happened, you're thinking, wait, he wouldn't make, he wouldn't have done that. You mean once the reveal happens in Fight Club, you're like, wait a second. Did you just do this to me again? <laughs> you asshole. Right. Totally. Dude, that shirt that Howie Long is wearing, I used to have that. <laughs> the purple one? Yeah. Or I should say plum. <laughs> plum. Yeah. Back, well, that's a time like mid 90s, late 90s, where that kind of shirt was common. You know, it's long sleeve flannel, not flannel, but like long jaw material colored. Yeah. Look at this kid. He's like, what's the, what's the, what's the movie that was the kids that are all gangster in it? That's uh, not not Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone? Not Bugsy, no, not Bugsy Malone. It's like, it's just these two kids. It's like hot. No, it's not. Big shots? Big shots. Thank you. It just I almost said oh, hot yeah. shots, but. Big shots. Big uh, shots is another movie. I think it's on Showtime right now because it comes up. It, it comes up in movies you might like. <laughs> oh, look, <there's> <laughs> little, pieces, little pieces of coyote. Yeah, that's no good. In the car, Jesse. You need to tell him he's going to start up and leave you because <laughs> he's really good at that, too. Yeah, man. Don't give that kid the keys. Hey, wait. It's Monica Geller in the trunk with Kevin Costner's underwear in her mouth. Are those his boxers or is that a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> so great. I love it. Get down there. She's alive. <laughs> what I'd, a put great the trunk, I'd put the kid in the trunk with her. Oh, look at that shot. Wow. This is super close to the border. There's, this is probably yeah, some of that Vancouver stuff we're talking about, right? I was going to say, this This is up near, this is up north. <laughs> well, because isn't, don't the actually, isn't the, the, the ending of the movie supposed to take the meetup supposed to be like on the border? I thought. I forget, man. I, you know, we'll we'll find out. And I just know that it ends minutes. up in the Northwest. That's all I remember. Yeah, because well, where's three thousand miles from Graceland? <laughs> oh, Maine. I guess it would be Canada. <laughs> Maine. Maine. Oh, that's only twenty eight hundred. Yeah. Vancouver. Uh, we gotta get across the border, man. We're all yeah. gonna be Canadians soon. And, and this is also a pre 9 11 movie. Oh, yeah. So, be able to go to Canada without a passport is a thing. <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> and I trusted you. By the way, and you. What, can we point out the fact that since we're talking about split personality movies, right, even though there's no split personalities going on here, unless we were jokingly about Kevin Costner, her character name is Sybil. Right? So there yeah, you go. There's a whole bunch of uh, ooh, a whole bunch of split personality nonsense going on here. In a typical karate in the garage fashion, we're reading to things that aren't there. Sure, man. Come on. <laughs> that kid represents Kurt and Kevin Costner. <laughs> 
You see the guns. He's half, you know, he's he's wearing guns like Murphy. And look at and look at the jacket he's wearing now, dude. That's fucking oh, rad the, too. Kurt, the, yeah, with the leopard the patches of the, the uh, dude. Look at all that fabric. Look at that fucking. It's great. You got like like four or five different types of fabric going on there. There's suede, two different types of leather. leather. Get suede. Like, yeah, that's fucking rad. Oh shit. Oh, uh, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck you guys. You just ruined the movie for yeah, me. Yeah, they like they're like, I right, pull it out, pull it out, pull it out. <laughs> I love the kid shirt too, man. Well, you know, you have to guess they probably yanked all the seats out before they did it. Oh yeah, it's a shell. Yeah. But still. But still, dude. And that's a shell in that condition. <laughs> it isn't cheap. No, but you know, they they had a nice rat they had a they had a they had a nice line on it. They pulled it right back out. Mm. They certainly didn't leave it there. <laughs> no. Had the guy in Boise, they let him go. Yeah, Murph. Shit. Hey, wait. This, see, this, this is where this is where we start with Kurt walking along the road. Yeah. Is this the same old guy? I wish. It'd be rad. Then, then, then our, then <laughs> I our, forgot our, about then our these split guys. Personality story to be proved. This is a, what is this like a, a candy corn teeth? <laughs> walla walla. Oh, so we have, we're up in Washington. Walla Walla, Washington. Look at that guy. Look at the Chihuahua. Yakira Taco Bell. Yeah. Right? Throwback to Godzilla. A few, few, few years removed from that. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, that dog about war is welcome, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You know the guy who did the voice for the Chihuahua? Mm-hmm. Carlos Alizraki, who was on Reno 911? Right. I believe he also was the voice of the gecko, uh, the Geico gecko. Uh, that sounds like something I read, so that makes sense. <laughs> All the voice actors in the world and get repeaters. Yeah, well, you know, you get Dana Gould, you get Carlos Alizraki. <laughs> speaking of, um, speaking of um, voice acting... The new Animaniacs is back, and it's amazing. And the reason why I can talk about it right here, because there's Kevin Costner. There's a Kevin Costner reference. <laughs> Kevin oh. Costner reference, yeah. Um, and, you know, um, and I think Mel Gibson was supposed to be in this dumb movie at one point. I think he was supposed to be in it. I remember reading that at the time. The movie was going, going in production. And, of course, um, Dot Warner... The, the, the little sister of the Warner Brothers on the Animaniacs. She's obsessed with Mel Gibson. Every time Mel Gibson shows up, she loses her mind. So there. Your Animaniacs back. Hulu. Do it. Dude, Look at that dude. van, dude. <laughs> I just was going to say that van is outstanding. <laughs> Good Lord. That's commitment to his team, man. I mean, dude, well, I'm just like every set. There's the dude, they didn't cheap out on. There's no throwaways in this whole fucking. Whoa, is he beating that old man's ass? Yeah, and then look at this Murphy. Look at there's your flag, more flag montage, uh, more flag references there. There was the had the whole little curtain back there. Oh yeah, totally. Not unlike that, the whole ceiling situation of the diner. They didn't. There's no throwaways in this movie. This is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see i love when costner goes big dude yeah because kind of like, he's you know, we're goes having, outside of that we're having our silverado moment right here super cool performance thing that yeah. he does you know uh, like you know 
This is Silverado. It's Fandango. So good. Uh, I saw somebody waving a Silverado flag the other day online. And I'm like going, you know, they're like, I'm like, dude, yeah. Because people are like, what's your go-to movie? What's your go-to Western? I'm like, dude. 600, 700 tweet um, a set of a grouping of answers and like not one person says Silverado before. So I, I was just about to pop in there. One person said it. Matt it like, Mitchell, the DP from Till Death, texted Aaron and I like in a group text on Thanksgiving Day and said, guys, how could we have never talked about Silverado? <laughs> so I sent him the fucking uh, episode. episode. Nice. But it's, I didn't realize why I was kind of like, well, it's kind of weird and random that he brought Silverado up on things. So was there, was it trending or something? It, yeah, it was. Cause it Cause was he's the, a Twitter. He's all over Twitter. So yeah. He probably, it, it was somebody that, that, uh, that, like I said, there was, there was hundreds of um, replies to it. So I, it probably was the same one. I don't recall who started it, but yeah. Yeah, I think Matt probably just saw it for the first time. Oh, see, that's great. Dude, it not matter, you know, to get to be in this far into your life and see a movie like that that you just were sleeping on for 30 years? I Dude, love that. We, uh, I sat in the movie theater with him the very first time he saw Rolling Thunder. And he fucking literally at the end of the movie he said, guys, that's the best fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, uh, it is kind of fun. It's like watching those re you know, reactors on YouTube when you watch these dudes who are like 35 here in the air tonight for the first time and you're just waiting <laughs> for the fucking drum solo and then they fucking freak out. Right. I got time for you, everybody. We are at 137 exactly. Good Lord. Most movies are over <laughs> at this point. Most movies these days are certainly over. And our third act is barely started. Can you keep it to 90 minutes? Now you're at 97. Oh, man. It's a kid. See, I don't know if the kid's conning him, though. Right. He's taking his wallet again. <laughs> Dude, they use a lot of fucking earth tones in this movie, which yeah. is cool, too. Well, they're starting to bring the earth tones in there now that they're trying right. to bond the three of them together. Yep. Yeah. The outfits. Dude, this is like the end of uh, Perfect World. <laughs> look at he's looking at mom. Like, gets shot. This is your fault now, mom. <laughs> And now we're getting we're gonna start getting into the grimy, and it's gonna it be lots of darks, of, uh, lots of. It reminded me of Daryl when they uh, when they send Daryl away and his buddy runs away from Colleen Camp <laughs> and refuses to say goodbye to him. Hey, wombats, the Walla Walla wombats, dude, oh, like, that's such a great shot. Oh shit! I Man, that thing could even that thing barely handled the turn. Oh yeah, that van's out of control. Is he talking to the Chihuahua? <laughs> no, remember we decided he's a split personality. Whoa, what's that roller coaster in the background? Must be up in Vancouver. Oof. And who knows if it's still around There's, anymore? They're in an amusement park. Oh, they are. It's not Magic Mountain, that's for sure. Oof. Dude, he's this—he's total Mr. Brooks right now. Yep, he's enjoying the shit out of this. This is another oddly placed song that does not fit. You know, they did this earlier too. Yeah, it's funny, man. Like, uh, 
What? The- what? <laughs> Dude, what's, what's the point of that? Oh my goodness. Oof. That's some good. That's it. I've never seen that before. Fucking rail slide when, See, in, in a fucking car. And that works. That totally. That's that. That feels realistic to me. It didn't flip. It didn't go on two wheels. It nope. didn't do anything Dude. stupid. Alan Graff said the smartest thing to me. I was talking to him the other day, and he was saying, "You know, what makes the French Connection, the car chase, so good? It's not McQueen in the car or the car. He's like, it's the location." Yeah. You know, and doing stuff that had never been done. And he's like, you know, that's that's the problem with, you know, movies and stuff today is that, like, everything is either an homage to something that we've seen before, uh, you know, people just aren't doing. But, I mean, I'd never seen that before. I'd never seen a fucking rail a car go up on top of a K-rail and slip. That was great. We also have, we also have you know, years of experience of watching chips. <laughs> you hit that, those dividers, you're flipping over. Right. Every episode. At least one yeah, they, just, they just run it back. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Don't you mess with Monica. Yeah, she really does look amazing in this movie. Yeah, she looks fucking gorgeous, man. And they kept her in the whale oh, tail the entire time. Yeah, dude. She's a gamer, dude, because I feel like she, I feel like he just, he really kicked her in the ass. She seems like somebody that, that doesn't, doesn't have any qualms about doing what the situation would call for. No, because nothing could be more embarrassing than her dancing in that Bruce Springsteen video. Because <laughs> now did she get, she get, um, she got family ties after that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's such a weird situation, you know. So long ago, too, man. It's hard to even believe that that was 1985. It's it's bizarre. People are like, who would ever leave family ties? Well, you know what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the show wasn't going you, on forever. Your big, your big star starts dating <laughs> his love interest oh. on the show. You got to get rid of her. I mean, look, at, look here's more green, right? Look, look at the yep. green out the window. The river, the water, yep. it was you know, a different shade of green. Because of... What's oh, happening he just punched next? him in slug bug, dude. What the fuck was that? <laughs> fuck, he just slug bugged him. See, that is him. That 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 is him, and that's the kid is him and Kurt. Yeah, I'm convinced of it. It represents them, and they are two. They're the same person. Oh, damn. <laughs> See, Shane Black kid. Yeah, totally, dude. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And then he gets <laughs> he gets a smack too. Yeah. Slug bug. Well, you don't want to play no more. Look, now we're headed up to prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they stole my kid. Damn it, I was almost gone. And they keep sucking me back in. That choker is so friends. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a bell, too, like you would put on a cat. A cat, right? Is it? Is it? I can hear her coming. I think it's a, I think it might have like the kid's picture in or something. Something, like, yeah. Just a it's charm. Just, but it, it, it looks like when you, hey, I hear the cat's coming. <laughs> Meow. You're <laughs> coming down the walkway. Oh, stop. 
See, now he's Captain Ron, just there. like I said before. Oh, he was holding a gold record of what? What gold record was he holding? Elvis. Of course. I think it was uh, Heartbreak Hotel. Or maybe it was Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. I'm shocked that this movie didn't do the same thing that, you know, the one thing it didn't do that Honeymoon in Vegas did was have a bunch of fucking contemporary artists cover Elvis tunes. Right. That's why they, that's why they couldn't do it here. But honestly, those two moments where he heard these, you know, generic rock songs that we've heard blasting that completely yeah, out of place. Yeah, they should have been Elvis songs. They should have been Elvis songs. It, OG Elvis songs. And you yeah. dude, just to kind of, just to be the juxtaposition of what you were watching on the screen. Right. It's weird. I'm like sure that was some, yeah, that, you know what that was? That was the studio oh, pushing some shitty look, band. Look, now we can see everything better. Taking care of business. It's an Elvis, it's an Elvis thing. His, yeah. I know, but we couldn't figure out what it was before. It's TCB with the lightning bolt. His his necklace. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the, the I thought we saw the record for a second. Oh, no, no, what? no. T, we couldn't figure out what that was earlier, but they had a clear shot at that time. TCB. Business. Yeah, there you go. See, is she conning him? I don't know. Is, are her and Costner and the kid all working together? Who knows? <laughs> Now, whose hair is that right there? I didn't look like her hair. Her hair was so much redder. I guess I guess it's still red. It looks brown though. Whatever. And maybe it's all the brown inside this. Uh, yeah. Know, inside the, uh, it's all that warm wood. Wood. Uh, it's still a little red. It looked, you know, yeah. but yeah, it's, I, I would say it's from the lighting inside that boat. Switched it up. I love these two idiots. They're like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. <laughs> They spent a lot of time outside this fake Boise Municipal Police Department. They've shot, yes, we've seen many shots out here. <laughs> oh, what's this guy's name? I always forget his name. Oh, his hair looks so weird, dude. And you know, have uh, I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I thought Ice T was in this movie. Mm. Am I high? You're high because I don't remember him being in this movie. All right. I'm not saying he's not. I just don't recall it. I might be thinking something else. Maybe it's because you said uh, Ricochet earlier. Oh, maybe just, so. It got into my head that Ice T. And we haven't talked about Trespass soon. lately, so. Could be. Dude, Ice T is in some great movies. He is in some great movies, dude. I, st I love New Jack City. So. His line in New Jack City is the best. I want to kill you so bad, my dick is hard. Yep. Dude, the best line of the movie. That is a funny movie, man. I, I just watched it recently. It's, uh, it, I mean, it, it again, it doesn't hold up. Oh. But it doesn't not hold up. You know what I mean? Okay. Ice-T is in this. Is he? Yes, sir. Oh, would, shit. There he is. There's Hamilton. <laughs> right on. He did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve movies in 2001. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was, a, I mean, he did, an, did he do an Abel Ferrara movie? Or am I, RX Dreams or something? Or RX Christmas? Where they were like... Robin pharmacies or some yep. shit. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the same. Was year. that Abel Ferrara? Yeah. Um it was Abel. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah. Dre, can't talk today too. Dre Mateo. Dre, Dre Mateo's in it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I remember uh, was well surviving the game, man. Is uh, was like maybe the first thing that and um, that and New Jack City. I think were the first times I'd seen him in stuff. And now the trespass came out. Now we're mashing him up with FBI agents Johnson and Johnson inside <laughs> right? the helicopter. Oh, shit. Jack. Me. <laughs> Jack Burton. Jack Burton. And Howie Long's character's name is Jack. What? Everybody in this movie is a character from another Kurt Russell movie. I miss seeing Howie. There's, there's multiple split personalities. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Speaking of. Well, he can't be real because he's interacting with other people. He's got to be real. Oh, dude, you ruined my theory. Look at that shirt that Kurt's wearing. Gosh, seriously. She killed the costumes in this, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> so amazing. And now look at the shirt the costumer's wearing. I didn't get a good shot of it before. And he's wearing his jacket, but is he wearing the old man's clothes, the shirt underneath? That's the old man's shirt. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, a, what do you call it? It's like the in the movies of Thing. He's like picking up DNA from other people and just keep wearing yeah, just keeps just, on. Right? Just it's, keeps growing, morphing into something else. So good. Uh, this is like, dude, this is like Die Hard. Send in the car. Send in the car. Oh, no, the line is kick ass. That's the line. Kick ass. The chief, what the hell was his name? He was Chewy, big, they're, they're, deputy deputy uh, Chief Dwayne T. Robinson. Yeah, they're totally goofing on Gates. I love that, too. That was the best. Jack and Jesse. Little bitty. It's funny, because how? what is Howie, like 6'5"? Yeah, around there, six six. And Kurt's like probably like five ten. I hope that's you, Hamilton. It's funny because they they made him look similar in height wise, and they're nowhere near the, you know the same height. Yeah, yeah. How he's six five, but I would have bet he was taller than that. But I, have, I'm just know. curious because every time I see him on football, it's like him and Strahan and Tony Gonzalez all standing, and then and then the, then the other guys on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> like, I never, oh. I'm I'm never there on Sundays. I only see them on Thursdays when they're doing Thursday night football outside. And of course, he's not there. Um, it's so weird where they do that because I'm so used to like walking through there, and they leave that th the, the Thursday night football structure up there all the time. It's weird because I'm used to just cutting across through there, but I have to walk around it. Yeah. I think, then, dude, it's amazing because, you know, um, the previous, not this past Thursday, not Thanksgiving, but the previous Thursday, it was super windy out. And somehow they were able to control the wind while they were doing their live shots outside. I don't know how they did it. That's crazy. But I think they're all happier that they weren't doing it. <laughs> they haven't been doing it in New York this year, freezing their balls off outside. Yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> Uh, you know what I want to say about Howie, though? Uh, like, Howie's mm. a pretty decent actor, man, for a... Uh-oh, Scorpion. Yep. That kid. That little bastard. Put it in the bag. Oh, man. Oh. But, uh, yeah, man, I was shocked that Howie didn't continue on with the acting thing. Yeah, he's... 
he's pretty good. You know, I guess the rock came along and that kind of killed, you know what I mean? Yeah, probably. I mean, he's like, when you look at this movie and this is how many years after broken arrow five, right? 86. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's probably two years or three years after firestorm. Yeah. And he was, and he was quite a bit, you could see, he wasn't acting a lot, but you could see how much, he's so much better in this than he is in Broken Arrow. Yeah. Broken Arrow, he just, he, I mean, he had hammy lines, but he just, and he, he, de, he delivered them in a hammy way. But then I kind of look at John, right. was, I got to look well, at John Woo for that, Yeah. Right. Well, not, not with a, you know, you're working with a director who is, you know. English yeah. isn't his isn't his first language. His so. first language, yeah. and uh, you know, and how long was uh, at that point? The kind of like you know, it's the thing when athletes or singers, I feel like when they first start, the first time you see them in something, and they're like way over the top because they're used to like, you know, sports guys are fucking used to yell with their helmets, so you know, you know, and uh, singers are always used to like you know performing you know in Wembley Stadium or whatever, right. like, trying to emote for like the guy you know sitting in the highest point away from him or something. <laughs> One of the oddest experiences I've ever had at a concert, speaking of big arena shows, was seeing the Stones and uh, Living Color and GNR at the Coliseum. I was sitting super close, so I didn't really notice that. I'm like, I had never been to a super big show like that because the way they handled the the distance from where the band was playing and the sound for everybody in the back. So when you're looking at the big monitors, the audio would be in sync. Because of that delay, everything would be out of sync if you're, you know, 100 yards back. Right. Um, but the, like at us, 90, us 83, they didn't do that. Well, if they did it, they didn't do it anywhere near me where I was there. But that's how they did it. And so if you were in the very back of the Coliseum and you saw Mick Jagger's big old face on the big screen, it was in sync with what you were hearing. I thought that was kind of cool. Anyway. This shootout reminds me a little bit of, uh, is it a racer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, oh, they're doing, shit. They're doing so many shitty optical moments in here that just aren't necessary. And they're trying to be too stylized with it. Yeah, that's the one knock for me. You know, some of this, it's a little too music video and 1992 music video. Yeah. And, and that's what sucks about it because they have, they, they developed their own. They their, had a their visual own visual, language. Their own mean, visual language. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't need to do this. No. I think about how much shorter it'd be. <laughs> right. Yeah. This this could have been you know this what this movie could have been fucking tits at like an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, I think so. And you, and you still had all your beats. You still had everything. It's just that. Are you getting any? Are you getting more from the kid and Kurt? You know, if you didn't trim that down. Oh, uh-huh. Scorpion got him. Here, kid, get the fuck out of here. That's the last of kid. This is like it's a this is like perfect world. All we need is a helicopter. They come with my smoke bombs. I'm going out. I'm going I'm out going like James Cagney. Do this the way Elvis would go out, man. Come on. Well, yeah. Light well, that's show, what Jimmy Cagney would do. Smoke. See, right here, man. Put Elvis. your Elvis music to this. Right? <laughs> Look at Ice-T going. <laughs> yeah, man. 
coming in to save the day. Go oh. Hamilton. Oh. Way to go, Hamilton. <laughs> oh, shit. You just stop now, right? Right? Over. It's over. Drop the mic. <laughs> Look at the. Oh, there we go. You can see where's the blood? Right? Blood. Squeeze the blood. Squeeze it. Oh, shit. Now he's got the big. Bring out the big gun. The fact that he knows how to even load that makes me laugh. Yeah, you know. I do. I'm familiar, uh -oh. dude. I'm familiar with the weapon, and I don't know. It, it might take me a moment to figure out how to how to, to load the ratchet on it. And that, I mean, dude, he's all shot, up, dude. That gun is so heavy. Yeah, totally. Especially with that mag. That mag and all those fucking <laughs> those rounds. rounds. <laughs> Good God, that thing must weigh 80 pounds. 70, uh, 60 pounds probably, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, it's a lot to hold up with one arm that you've been shot in. Yeah, and, and then to be able to make that kind of move right there, that turn, that aggressive turn, to stick the gun up to one, yeah, it's not possible. So I see, we don't need a slow-mo shit. No, this is just, David's going full eraser right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you know what? I'm really starting to feel like maybe the maybe this was my problem with the movies this ending because I really enjoy it up to this point. Yeah, it totally. So this is like another movie right yeah. now. Oh, so they did like, another explosion. Like, you know, <laughs> for three quarters of the movie, like they were like they had created this cool like interesting unique visual world and then now you know now it looks like the end of every fucking every movie. action movie exactly. i've ever seen every single it's one. like throw, we throw it back into our 90s action <laughs> sequence yeah we our, you know we, we watch this on stars again with the wrong aspect ratio exactly well i will say this this disc is in the right aspect ratio oh so good yeah because i'm i'm, I'm in God. 235 in the digital also and it looks fantastic yeah. like i said i if it looks this good now come on i'm gonna give me a proper 1080 235 on Blu-ray and I'll be super happy. And you know what, dude? This you could get some dope ass extras because all the people are still around. Oh yeah, dude. You could they should do they should totally we should get some interviews. We should get some um I bet, commentary, some, I, bet, man. I bet there's some footage that we <laughs> I bet there's some footage they shot that's not in the movie. There might be some. <laughs> uh you know. Oh shit. You got some red on you and some blood. Oh, that shirt's so rad, too. It Is looks that like camouflage? Is that like some weird, like a weird, like one of those crazy camo hunter patterns? No, you know what it is. Remember that a period of time in the mid-90s where they where the apparel companies were trying to make these derivatives of almost every sport? Yeah. And they'd have a line that looked like tiger stripes and that kind of bullshit. Right. And they'd have those hats that you would never buy anywhere and you always find them at the outlet malls. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. And it makes sense because it kind of goes with the time and yeah, maybe sure. what that super fan would have been wearing for his wombats. For the Walla Walla wombats? Yeah. Nice shooting, Tex. <laughs> Wait. Now, look. Is this where uh, Kurt Russell's being taken away in the ambulance and... Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks are driving it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been the best ending ever. Yeah. Could have almost made up for this bad shootout. Yeah. 
Man, I had no, I had no remembrance of Kevin Pollack being in this movie. No, me either. And when it's over, I'm not going to remember he was in this movie. <laughs> Speaking of Ricochet, right? <laughs> Him totally. and Ice T. Yeah, man, reunion. You got all kinds of reunions. I mean, I like Pollock. I just I didn't realize he was in this movie, and and they kind of just threw him away. I mean, it could have been anybody. I mean, he was in it so little. My favorite Kevin Pollock is the Kevin Pollock that doesn't do stand up. My favorite Kevin Pollock. <laughs> Did we talk about? We talked about the. You told me because I, I didn't know until you told me. But he was one of the brownies in Willow. Yes. <laughs> See, and that's good. Then they're remaking that into a series too, a limited series. Yeah, I don't see. I don't care about that. Yeah, but you know what? It might be entertaining because it's not Ron Howard. Maybe. Uh, Could be. It'd be amazing he brought Val Kimmer back for some role in it, though. Yeah, he won't be Mad Mardigan, unfortunately. Tom Hardy as Mad Mardigan. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Or uh, Luke Bracey. (laughs) If Guy Ritchie was directing. Luke Bracey as. Charlie Hunnam as a, as a man look born at, again. Look at the, the intentionally pulled out his, his necklace. So you could see it. He pulled Taking it out from behind the vest. And look, now it's turning to the end of On Deadly Ground. <laughs> oh, wait. And now it's Captain Ron. <laughs> it's leftover footage, dude. <laughs> oh, well, where's my aerial flyover over the boat, man? Right? I still... On Deadly Ground, that last flyover is like, the, how much money did he spend just to have him fly over the boat? And it's him yeah, and the right? herd, the, the two of them together. It's weird. Oh, man, the kid. There he goes. He threw, he threw away the guns. Graceland. Yeah, yeah. Are those his guns? Or was it the guns that that old man, State Trooper, was using? <laughs> Look at this, dude. It's the same. <laughs> it is. It's the same shot. Oh, my. Well, there you go. There was some stuff it shot is. in Vegas. It's the same boat. Hey man, you guys have any extra footage from? Uh, can we just borrow that? We need to. We're not spending another dime on this movie. Oh, is this our Elvis mu- music? This is the. Uh, oh yeah, that's Kurt. right. Yeah, get Kurt to do his thing. Now this is straight out of the Elvis. Um, yes. Special uh, the show. Yeah. Ooh, man. Because yeah, I think he's making a music video condoms? out of this. Yeah. Did she just flip out a roll of condoms? Yes, she did. Look at you. You go, Monica Geller. Hmm. Cricket Price. Uh-huh. Man, crazy. Can other Canadian decorators and such. Oh, hey, what's Costner doing? Oh, oh, yeah, they got them all in here. Yeah, yeah see, I could, they could, I could have just done without this part. Because you know, you get to this part and you're thinking, Dude. "Hey, Christian, can you stand in front of the green screen for a little bit?" Man, I'm already not in this movie as it is. <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything that made me this angry since uh, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. When uh, Danny DeVito, Kathleen Turner, and Michael Douglas are B- Billy Ocean's <laughs> backup singers. Right. The Riviera. They could have just let Kurt do his thing here. Right. I mean, they didn't need to put everybody else in, into it. I mean, they're all dead. Yeah, they're all dead. 
Look, there, that's is that the same shot from when Howie Long was flying into the casino to save them? <laughs> well, it maybe. is. That's the same shot. Well, you know, it's all right. Yeah, just showing pieces of the movie. Yeah, here's just leftover stuff. Wait a second, Paul Anka. <laughs> you got to get a good. You got to get as much Paul Anka as you can. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, you know, look, yeah. I got to say, the movie. It's still a lot of fun. I mean, that that end of it, though, kind of just, you know, I think, I think I'm with you. I think that's what I remember not liking about the movie was the end. Yeah. It's, it, it's a, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. It feels tacked on. Yeah. It, it, it feels like. Like the studio said, no, you're going to end it this way with a giant bunch of explosions at a big shootout. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have much of, a, much of a choice, honestly. And I look at all these songs in here. How many... <laughs> How many Elvis songs right. do you see in there? One. And it hasn't come up yet. It's coming. No, man. I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. All the, these are these were all bands that were, you know, they were trying to push at that point. Lava Records, you know. Look at this all. This was right before, right before music crashed and people started downloading music when you still had to buy albums. And yeah. they're like, just put all these shitty bands, on, you know. We'll throw your songs all through the movie. Cause this came out in February of uh, 2001, so it must, you know, shot in 2000. <laughs> you know, it's weird, man. Is uh, I just thought Kevin Costner and Kurt Russell both played Wyatt Earp. Wow, had they ever they'd never been in a movie together before. Not be, yeah, or since, or since. Well, you know, would you go back to that to that well if the well was dry? Uh, I, don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know that it's their fault that the movie tanked. No, no, think, no. You know, but both I mean, totally doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, and that's you don't you don't see that a lot where where it, people don't come back together because of a poor time and you know experience because like nobody wants to put them together. That's one thing about studio executives; they're not very smart when it comes to creative and storytelling decisions. So as soon as they see this movie and I do well, they're like, oh, we can't put them back together. And that's bad box office. I'm like, what, yeah, totally. for the one time? <laughs> right. I mean, because it, 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 honest to God, man, it looks like everybody was having a good time. Yes. On I mean, look, there, I don't see anybody who didn't want to be there. Right. Uh, the performances never felt like, you know, oh, fuck, I'm trapped in this shitty movie. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, not everybody was doing their thing. It was fun seeing Costner play the bad guy. Yeah. Kurt, you know, playing a variation of Elvis and Jack Burton and yeah. you know, doing what he does best. And I got to say, man, Courtney Cox, you know, up until they turned her into a helpless, like femme at the end. Yeah. It was great. Dude, that's right? a, and mean, that's the thing. Cause they, they, like you said, they spent 80%, 90% of the movie setting up these characters and setting up this world and then they just turned on it you know yeah it's, <laughs> you, yeah man she's they laid it out pretty early on that sybil was a survivor her and her kids right. do what they do to survive and then just and like you said they turn her into this helpless you know woman at the end i'm like well that's not who we saw earlier no man it's yeah they built they built this they spent 90 minutes building that movie and then the last 30 kind of just turned into generic yeah you know 90s action garbage yeah. ending. Yeah. It's too bad though, because it's like it, it, the movie overall is good. Like I said, if we have a nice shout select release tomorrow, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, so would I. I mean, honestly, man, if somebody put this out, I mean, I was actually kind of happy that I was able to locate this DVD. Right. Um, just because I was like, oh, you know, uh, but 
that I didn't want to rent it. Cause I was like, eh, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. And I found it. And now I'd be like, I'm like you. Yeah. If somebody put out a fucking special edition with a bunch of cool, I would totally buy it. Yeah, for sure. And that's, and that's after, like I said, after watching, even though that third act isn't closed the way I wish it would, the 90% before that is worth, you know, I mean, how many times have we ever done that as kids or as girls are just kind of like, I want to start from this point of the movie. Cause that's where I want to watch. I, mean, I used to right. do it all the time from a writer standpoint, I'd watch scenes like that. If you are somebody that's really attracted to beautiful, you know, beautiful set dressings and just stylized imagery, this movie kicks ass. If you're into yeah, deep, totally. if you're into DPs that you're not really familiar with, or you want to see their earlier work, damn, dude, this movie excels in that regard. Yeah. It, it's so if you can ignore our, our point or us pointing out the, the odd transitions that they have because you'll experience them yourself. <laughs> Look, man, the first 90 minutes are fun as hell. Fuck yeah, uh, dude. And if you're, if you've come that far, you'll stay for the end. Yeah. And, I, am, I almost want to say, I mean, I don't even think, I think the first 90, I think of maybe the first hundred, maybe 105. Yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. the last, like, it's like the last 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. Where it literally turns into a racer. Yeah. Like the, I mean, actually, I was I was with it even right up to when Ice T showed up. I thought it was great, and then you know when it literally, you know, we see you know it turned into Die Hard and Eraser, you know, just yeah. a bad variation of a million other things we'd already seen. Because right. the rest of the movie is a movie I had never seen. It was all original and fun and like interesting, and then they either ran out of gas or the studio just said no. Right, you're going to end it this way. And you're right though; it's super generic ending. And right in the middle of the big shootout that, again, super studio level, you know, um, middle of the road crap, that Hamilton's upside down <laughs> yeah, on, on a on a rail spinning and just spraying bullets on, on anybody that's not his boy. He didn't care who he was hitting. And I'm like going, oh, nope. that's not something I've seen before. And then he's dead. <laughs> like, right. It's almost like the director said, you know what? The shots in the movie, or maybe he already had his mandate and said, you know what? I'm getting the shot in before somebody comes from the, from the studio and tells me to change right. something. And, yeah. oh, well, you got to keep it in there. We spent 75 grand shooting it. You got to keep it. Yeah. yeah that, you know how much that rig cost? <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, uh, might- yeah man, I mean, but it, it, again, super fun movie mm-hmm. for, you know, 95% of it. Yep. It's totally, I mean, come on. How many movies do we have on our rack where the, where the ending just doesn't yeah, cut it for us? We all totally. have Totally. A lot. A it lot. happens. So, yeah. but you know, again, this is one of those movies I would look at again, just for the visual style. Like we said earlier, right. I could put this on and just let it run yep. with the sound down and be totally entertained by yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah, dude, seriously. Put on, you know, if you're on Sirius, put on the Elvis channel. <laughs> yeah, man. And plays in the background. If you're not... Pull on Spotify, pull up Elvis on Spotify, pull up it on Apple Music or just whatever you want. Yeah, man. Um, it's, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad we did this. This is like, yes. a good one to check out. Yeah. I think it's really funny, by the way, because we both kind of chuckled at the idea of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, it's know, the first it's, time it's, we've done that, though. It's in the first time we've chuckled about a movie and afterwards we're like, what the fuck? That was good. Yeah. No, dude, we did it with On Deadly Ground, <laughs> which, oddly enough, has the same ending as this movie. Yes. Gotta love that aerials. Warner Bros. was big on those aerials back yeah, in the man. day, man. I want, my, I want my Alaskan aerial, damn it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Bell, they must have had stock in Bell Howl or something. <laughs> yes. 
hey, we, you know, the, the, the we're already up there, like, you know, drilling for oil. So we might as well go ahead and shoot something over up there. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Anyway, so if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Corey on Twitter, sort of these days, at, at Corey Cope or the official at Karate Pod or on Letterboxd at Corey underscore Cope. Or if you would ever be ever so generous as to support us on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you want to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter, Rock and Roller 33 on your Instagram, or at Tom Cody on Letterboxd. That's Tom, Tom. Cody. Cody.